Well, welcome everybody to Saturday night. Is it Saturday night already? That is. <laughs> Saturday night. Doesn't feel like Saturday night. Hey, welcome everybody. Yeah, welcome to On the Road Radio. It feels like a Wednesday. Thanks. Does it? Feels like Wednesday? Yeah, because I've started my trip across the paddock. Oh, no. So, you know, it feels like a bit of a Wednesday night. But anyway, it is Saturday night, and you are on a long weekend, you lot? Oh, we are here in New South Wales, Queensland. um, Yeah, they get the joys of going to work on Monday. Oh, so was WA. We had it last weekend, I think, is the uh, end result. So, I think SA and... And uh, a New South Wales, and of course Victoria is for the King Thursday weekend for the Alexandra Trust and Rod Show this weekend. Mm. Was it? That would have been interesting. Sadly, none of would us can been. make it there. Oh no, no I, was, I was going pretty hard to get there. I was uh, working on going there because we were we we were trucking off, had a few stories there, I think, and um, unfortunately it didn't go to please. So, yeah, well, that's the way of it, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah, frustrating, that. Eh? So, yeah, yeah. It's trucking. That's trucking. So, where are you, uh, Big Yagi? <laughs> ah, yeah, I am halfway across Australia if you look at from Sydney to Perth. No, no. Timber. Timber. Yeah. Home, home of the Grey Galah. Is it, what, is it halfway, halfway across or halfway across Australia? Australia. I don't know. I always, I always sort of regarded it as halfway when I was running across there. But uh, yeah, I was, I was always asleep for that bit, so it didn't matter. Oh, right, eh? Yeah, you've never <laughs> seen the big galah. I know, I've seen the big galah several times. <laughs> I've seen it. Galah. Yeah, I've seen it several times. Yeah, flaming galah. Kimba, beautiful town, like great little mm. country town. Mm. Uh, well, well supported by the local farmers and the districts and. Got some awesome silo art here, and um, yeah, you could little spot, Kimber. Yeah, you get yeah. that lovely. You've got the, you come into Kimber, and you've got that lovely. It doesn't matter whether you go east or west. You've got a lovely little right hander, followed by two sets of railway lines, followed by the left hander to get across. And unless they fix that railway crossing up, you can actually get yourself a foot off the bed. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and they haven't, and I don't know why they still do it. But <laughs> oversized. I've been oversized carters don't do that old left no. right. We go down and do the right left at the other end of the Yeah, go straight right. past the silos on the smooth bit of road. Yeah, correct, Mundo. You dirty run thing in general carters can go that way, and I suppose yeah. carters will go the proper way. So, so uh, you'd be on the early evenings then, Yogi, at the moment? On the early evening? Yeah. So, Sun uh, goes down, beer comes out. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I thought about the sun going down at Woodner today, but I thought we probably should do another hour to Kimber. Right. You know, but yeah, oh, Christ, it's hard work going over across the trail. We, we left, we loaded Wednesday and left Thursday. The Thursday product. And we, yeah. Uh, so we've got two, two oversized loads at four metres, a couple of Transformers going into Newcastle. A couple of Transformers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've got I've got our guest on with me, Mr. Andrew Salter. Later on, I've got him. I'm trying. I so it's his job, and I'm I'm just I'm playing second fiddle to uh to Mr. Andrew Salter. Oh right, so it's not easy. You're not even the boss on this trip. No, God no, no. I'm way down the back. Jeez, he let me go out in front the other day, and you know he just kind of like 
maybe just blowing up my tyres, going, you just have a little bit out in front there, big truck room, see what you can do. And, uh, you know, so, yeah. But today, I'm back down to back. What it was is he wanted you to kill the bugs so they wouldn't get on the front of his truck. That's what it was. Oh, I think it was because I was local and I had a bit of local knowledge where we were going. And then once we get out on the paddock, you just sit down the background colour and I'll take it up from here, you know? So, yeah, yeah. That and the yeah. fact that nobody, well, I won't say nobody understands. Mm. A lot of people understand from the pilot, one at four metres fog line is fine. Yeah. You know, uh, but a lot don't, and they throw it into the dirt and just shower rock, you know. Mm. So, yeah. Doesn't that annoy you? It does when you've got some fancy trucks. So that's why I don't mind being in the back. The uh, the beautiful King Cab Aerodyne out in front, everyone get a little bit scared, and they can run down the back and throw rocks at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> got to be hard to do an oversize, you know, with the days getting shorter, though. So you, you've got to really sort of plan your plan your trip, don't you? Oh, we're we're only getting seven hundred k's, eight hundred k's in a day, if that. To be honest, and you've got before lunch, mate. Oh, I know, and, that, and that's true. Yes, one thousand percent. So we we can't leave here till seven thirty tomorrow morning. So we parked right. up here at five o'clock today. Hmm. So why, why can't you move until 7.30? It's probably a lot before that. That is sunrise out here at 7.28 or something like that, Kimba Sunrise. Wow, wow. I know, I know. And then we lose, so you go half an hour, so we go into half an hour time zone tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to, into New South Wales. But yeah, that's it, bud. We, we're 7.30 or 7.28, I think, with sunrise at Kimba tomorrow. He's our favourite at 7.30, mate. Oh, I know. I know. You feel like you want to sleep in on a Sunday? Yeah, go and do us. <laughs> well, you know, you, if you feel like you want to sleep in on a Sunday, never work Sunday again, draw tankers, mate. Maybe not all tankers, but certainly some. Yeah, right. I don't Hang think on. every tanker driver would agree. No, yeah, no, no, probably not. Maybe tanker drivers working tonight, but anyway, get a chemical tanker job is what you're saying, not a fuel job. No, yeah, not a fuel job. Yeah, yeah fuel work all that. Their bloody fuel card is. I've seen CJ. She works at night. Yeah, <laughs> no good. But anyway, seven twenty-four is sunrise here. Uh-huh, sunset yeah. here in Timber is five twenty-four. That's exactly ten hours a day long. What? <laughs> what a job! What a job! <laughs> No, it's terrible. I mean, you got time. To, you got time to go and have a couple of beers and a cattery and a shower. And... Well, last night at the border, or we pulled up. We, well, we have well, got TV because you know I don't need a TV. But I cooked dinner. You know, I went out a shower, and you're in bed. We're all in bed by eight o'clock at night. <laughs> you parked up at five o'clock, and you cooked your dinner, had a couple of stuff, cooked the food, went in a shower, got a bed. No. I'd be awake at I'd be awake at like three thirty. <laughs> yeah, I know that, and that's the downside because you know we can't do anything about it. And uh, as we all know, when the work already dictates a little bit like that too, you sort of go to bed early, you get up early, you can't go anywhere because you've got hours that you've got to accumulate and stuff. But day mm. because this time of the year is uh, is definitely a hard. Yeah, thing. The shortest days, a uh, yeah. What about eight days? Well, I think the shortest day of the year. Yeah. Right? The winter Something solstice like have us at the yeah. yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, guys, we might go to a quick journey. Bit of Toby Keith. Be right down your alley there, Mike. 
And uh, we've yeah, a young guest to bring in here tonight too before, um, yeah, before Andrew. Job. So we'll just go, go to a um, bit of a song here. As good as I once was, eh, Mike? You might um, know about this one, eh? I don't know. As good as he once was. Yeah. I heard it, yeah. Right, eh? <laughs> Sister Betty Lou And we're both feeling kind of wild tonight You're the only cowboy in this place And if you're up for a rodeo I'll put a big Texas smile on your face I said, girls, I ain't as good as I once was But there was a time back in my prime when I could really lay it down. If you need some love tonight, then I might have just enough. I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Still hang out with my best friend Dave I've known him since we were kids at school Last night he had a few shots Got in a tight spot I slammed a game of pool With a couple of redneck boys One great big fat biker man I heard David yell across the room Hey buddy
We're back, everybody. Yogi, Mike. Hey. Yeah, we're, we're, we're back and you've gone nowhere. That's and, right. And, and, <laughs> no, this is just never going to end. Just let go of it, all right? Let it go. <laughs> Let it go, right? Let it go, let it go, let it go. Okay? Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Yeah, let it go. We've got our, we've got our, our we've got my new mate, Courtney, who's come on yeah. Yeah. the show, and you're carrying on like a two-bob watch, eh? You don't know what's wrong with you. No, we're not. Now, we met, we, we, you're a Brisbane truck, so we're told, and we seen you there, didn't we? You had a bit of a chat there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was you. Yeah. That wasn't you. I, I was just, I was just trying to think, but yeah. But did you go to the Brisbane Truck Show? Did you call? Yeah, yeah, I, I went there. Hey, well, how could you, how could you go to the Brisbane Brisbane Truck Show and not catch up with Yogi? <laughs> he might not. He no, he did. He did. Yeah. Right, eh? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't. What? I, Go on, go back. Go on, oh, I don't think I seen Yogi there. I seen him at the shop, but I don't think I spoke oh, to him. Ah, oh, must have just yeah. been your dad that spoke to him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah right. Probably was hogging yeah, all the attention. He was. We were talking about. I mean, we were telling me how he was top three in the world there at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I agree. I mean, he's probably not the best in the world on diggers and that. I know he's a good chipper operator, but he's definitely top three. Sounds uh, like he's sleeping yeah. right now. <laughs> on the couch, I mean, what is he? Yeah. Well, there's them chipper drivers. They get up early, don't you? I mean, the chook feed's got to yeah. go, hasn't it? Got to go. Got to get up early. Got to go. Got to go. There was place out in the paddock. We had a couple of beers with a couple of runners out there that had to get some milks feed from Perth the other day or get it from Perth. Yeah, right. Well, right. Something wrong with the boat, but they were saying that, you know, the KFC chickens needed their food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, well, they were out of South Australia running chippers over to the west. He said that was some kind of meal or some kind of something or other. Or, yeah, we can talk about all that crap later. We've got to talk to Tom about <laughs> truck <to say. laughs> I mean, give the kid a break, Kendall, for God's sake. So, Colton, Dad <laughs> tells me you're mad about trucks. Yeah. Yeah, have been ever since I was born. Yeah, that's yeah, good. You used, to, used to go on, and you're washing them now. Yeah, washing them until I can drive them. So how old oh, are you now? I'm 14 now, and yeah, I turn 15 next month. So right. well, the way we're going, the way we're going for truck drivers, you'd be able to get a license in six months' time, mate. Well, well he he should be able to get a license, <laughs> and we should be able to have an apprenticeship. Is what we should be yeah. able to do. Ooh. It should be the apprentice of the year. Yeah. 1,000%. So when you, when you get to drive one, Cole, what's the, what's your dream truck? Kenworth. Uh, oh. Something some like a older Kenworth, like an older 90, like a 908 or 904 or something like a... <laughs> 900. SAR, <laughs> 900. 900. <laughs> I'm starting to feel old here. Oh, yeah. Now you, you other two blokes would feel ancient when when the young bloke sees an old truck like a 908 <laughs> or a 904. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, a 908's not that old. Oh, <laughs> you, you're going dummy model SAR. Who yeah. was we going? Maybe a 10, maybe a K100. Yeah. Yeah, oh, oh, 
There's a there's a one hundred there's a one hundred E for sale now for like thirty five with an N fourteen and that's usually oh, buy that Colton. Buy that Colton. Buy that. That that is yeah. older. I, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. yeah so I what's that? Uh, so what's this nine oh eight going to be towing, mate? Yeah, uh, I don't know, like cattle or grain or something like that. Jeez. You oh, are a seriously, you seriously touched young man. He's perfect. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. have to have a chat. We're gonna have to have a chat. Yeah. Oh, no, like, Michael. Oh, no, we can't all it. drive no one with slippers and towed barrels. You know. Oh, I sent you a picture of me driving slippers, mate. They haven't been worn since I got out of the truck in in, in uh, January. Well, you can't wear them yeah. if you're not in the truck. That's right. Yeah. So what are you going to go and park cattle there, Colton? What's your favourite CTC hat? Country <laughs> um, truckers, Gav. Have you got one? Have you got a favourite? I have seventy of them. <laughs> I can imagine you would, but I can imagine. You've got, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. For, for clarification, did you say seventy or seven? Seventy. Seven, seven zero. Seventy country trucker caps. <laughs> oh, we know we are. We know we're radio and trucking like love. Country trucker. Yeah. Mm. We know where Knuckles was making his money anyway. It's out of this kid. We're going to start yeah. a shop soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knuckles, Knuckles they, got a shop actually. But are they all the same? Are they important or are they different? No. Uh, a few of them, they're all, oh, I think about 60 of them are CTC and the rest of them are like other companies like Trucker Lid Co. and different companies yeah. on them and different style and different logos and yeah, yeah. 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 the yeah. majority of them are CPC so you'll be yeah, at right. a casino so, truck show I'd imagine mate am I going to casino oh, truck show well, I'm pretty sure you yeah. are yeah I think yeah I'm pretty sure I am pretty sure you'll be polishing a few trucks there <laughs> <laughs> in the days, in the days leading up to it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've got a few down there. Apparently, we're on the streeties, but I've, we've got a couple of truck washes around Casino, and that's like, so. We have a good friend of the show and then trucking life, Aaron Goodman, who runs Casino Trucks. So he started washing trucks in Casino. Yeah, right. Yep. Mm. There you go. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's how it's how the next generation is by washing trucks. Now, people either love it and they want to do it or they don't and they wash it at, you know, as a job and as money and, and a bit of pocket money. And, and I'm looking at a, a big black truck beside me here. He's got three boys written on the side of the truck and they all wash trucks. Mm. You know, well, it is what it is. So, I absolutely hate washing trucks, you know. Hate is such a powerful word. I oh, know. It's not a bit of passion. It's not, even, it's not even close enough. I really don't like. I, I really don't like washing them. So what you're saying is you them. don't like washing trucks, Mike? I, I, I love to drive them. I love clean trucks, and I love trucks with a bit of bling on them and everything like that. I love to drive them. I just don't like washing them. Mm. Like, right. I, mean, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I bark my knuckles on the exhaust strat of a Kenworth, you'd have three dollars. I'd have three dollars. <laughs> and, and and I mean it's always those little sharp bits of stainless, you know. Oh, Louis yeah. complaining about and the visors. What a sort. Yeah, the visors. Yeah, the visors. They're the worst. Yeah, yeah the, the visors. And you know, you, you sort of you you pull a, pull the bonnet open because yeah. last time I watched the night out here in the driveway, 
But I said, I did, I said I don't wash them, I just don't like it. So you drop the ball bar forward, pull the bonnet forward, and you sort of climb up to wash the windscreen and, and, and the visor and the lights and all the top front of the bunk and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And just getting up and down, you know, it's just terrible. I hate it. Yeah, terrible. You've got to almost climb up onto the battery box and onto the wheel, then onto the yeah. top of the engine. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's how I get up to clean all the windows and visors and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite no. truck to wash, mate? Or what, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, like, I know like, my, my 900 low-line bunk is pretty easy to wash. It looks good when it's clean and it's a fairly simple sort of truck to wash, but no bull bar. But no, then the black one, when I wash the black one, it's quite in depth and takes a lot longer. So. You, you know, you know, you know what's easy, you know what's easy to wash? A bloody yeah. Volvo, mate. Really? F H sixteen. They're easy to wash. You can do them with a broom in five minutes. You wouldn't have any of them in that yard, would you, Carlton? No, there's only one European truck, and that's a dash. That's just the one that slipped through the Kenworth order. Yeah. <laughs> it looks, it looks like a, it looks like a Kenworth. Oh no, it doesn't. It's a, it's a bloke that drives has got a Kenworth sunvisor for it, as you call. No, like the, no. Like, you know, like the sunscreen they put across the, the windscreen. No, he wouldn't. But it looked like chicken. It smells like chicken. It's probably chicken. Mm. Now, where 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 were you washing today, mate? Where were you washing today? Oh. <laughs> Look out, I've got a text message. Where, where were you washing trucks today, Colton? In the yard at the... In Hillcrest or Browns Plains. Oh, Browns at Plains. Bondwood Yard, are you washing trucks at Bondwood? Hey, you said off, off, yeah, off yeah, in, in their yard. It's in their yard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mate, mate, that's great that they're giving you a bit of a start and a bit of a bit of a chance. And they've got some really, really fine-looking fits of gear, so... So it's a bit of a credit to you, mate. When you see a, a shiny bombwood going down the road, um, you know you might add a bit of a hand in it. And yeah, that's good, bud. That's good. Yeah. yeah. I had a, a listener asked how tall you were, mate. Can you reach the reach the roof with a broom? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, without a broom, I can reach halfway up the window. Did you really? Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Big lad. Just just standing on the ground. I can reach halfway up the window with no step or nothing, just with a sponge, just as high as I can wow. reach to wash it. Oh, wow. You'll be fine polishing them trucks at Casino. I'd be struggling with that myself, halfway so, up the window. So you're back into it tomorrow, mate, at, uh, at the yard there, or you got a day off? No, I've got to polish Dad's trailers for him. Polish the trailers? What are you into the wheels, what? eh? That'll be nice. Better send us a photo of that one tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Does Dad uh, does Dad compensate you financially for washing them, doing the travels and stuff? Does he? Hey, Tid wants no. food. Tid's got to wash truck. Because I I like doing it, so he, he I yeah, like doing it, so it doesn't so it doesn't bother me. So does he get out and like help that. you, or does he sleep on the lounge? Well, if Dad's doing something else, like if he's putting in more concrete posts tomorrow, I'll just potter away and polish the. Ch- rims on the trailer for the day and just right. we might have to it. swap trailers with him next week hang on we'll swap trailers we'll do a chance mm. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Is your dad <laughs> top three in the world tomorrow is he Colt? what was that sorry is, is your dad being top three in the world tomorrow is he on the excavator 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bloke oh, oh. was going to give his job, Colin. He wants you to go and work for him, but he hasn't got any <laughs> 
You'll have to bring it up to our yard because he's going to be busy up there. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, got my boy in town. I've got a couple of young blokes in town, so we're uh, we're all good. We've got them already teed up and lined up in casino. So, right. uh, yeah, cool. Well, I'm all sorted, you know. Like, so have you, yeah. have you ever seen a Truck and Life magazine, have you, Colton? Yeah, I have some from 2019. I've got, I've mm-hmm. actually got the last ever released, or the, was the last released one. That right. I didn't. I didn't even realise that it was last release, but I was looking at it the other day, and it, I yeah. looked up the top, and it said last uh, issue of the book. So, right, eh? oh, so what yeah. would you say? What would you say if I said to you, mate, I'll share to you a copy of the new one, and I'll get you a hat and a t-shirt and that as well with <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Go <laughs> yeah. and get you a photo with Yogi. What do you reckon about that? I don't worry about that. Yeah, well, that that'll be pretty cool because when when we moved to Australia, we yeah. we went to the 2019 Brisbane Truck Show. Yeah, and I met Yogi there, and I got a photo with him, and I've got it printed, and it's on my wall. Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nice. nice. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, right, well, I'll tell you what, you come down to you come down to the truck show, come down and hit us up, mate. We'll sort you out with a, a magazine, a T-shirt and a hat, all right? All right. All right. Tell them, yeah, tell right. them, tell them the editor sent you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the editor should be there working. Well, he's, he's already got a subscription, so we're going to have to look after him a bit better than that. We'll have to look after him. Oh, all right. He was, he was already got a, yeah, he was, you already got a subscription. He was one of I the think first. I was the ninth. I think I was the ninth. Yep. He's the ninth. I think I was. Oh, way to go. Wow. wow. Great. This is fair, mate. We love you here. This is awesome. On the road radio. That's great. I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be some things down there to see, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Right. Well, thanks, Colton, for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. Great to meet you. Yeah, good to meet I you. I look forward to look forward to seeing your casino. All right. We'll have it. We'll have a catch up there. We will. We will indeed. Sure. Yep. I'll buy. I'll buy you a. Uh, buy you a soft drink or something because you're on me for the other. It'll be a bit too young. No, I tell you what, I'll give you a couple of potato cakes and a couple of Timmy's from Londy's. Hey, I'll sort that out for <laughs> That'll you. That'll be right. We'll share cool. <laughs> yeah, your lunch at Londy's. That'll be the go. And a couple lunch of Londy's. Lunch drink from Londy's. Cool. Londy's potato cakes. Yeah, okay. I've still got a couple in the freezer. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> 40, 48 of them home last time I went home from Kathleen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't think you'll have any any problems making your dreams come true there to get a job driving trucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey guys. Thanks, Colton. All right, mate. I'll uh, we'll talk to you at the show, eh? All right. Right, eh? Thanks, cool. mate. See talk to you later. Thanks. Uh, there you go, cool. Now, Yogi, your yes. next guest had a, I've got a guest. Had a song request, though, didn't he? 
he did have a song request. He did. It was well. He was playing me a song there, and and it's pretty funny. Yeah. And I said we should play that on the road radio as an intro, and he laughed. And I don't know whether he knows that I'm going to do it, but we're going to do it. But he's probably sitting on the phone, so he probably can't hear it. But play the song. Play the song. What's, what's the yep. song? We're going to introduce it, or you just want me to play it? <laughs> just play it. Just play it, and we'll come back to Andrew Soldier. Oh, right, right, we'll be back. Quack, quack. We'll be, we'll be right back. Well, Breaker 19, this is a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Oh, yeah, 10 4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, the Big Ben 4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we've got us a convoy. Sixth of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy calling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pig Pen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down.
We're back. We're back, Howie. How's that silent thing going there, Mike? You know, oh, be quiet. Oh, it doesn't mean really laugh. Don't do anything. Just stop. You know, in the soundproof booth, go quiet. You yeah. know, I mean, shut up. Go no, what I'm laughing about right. because it wasn't me that wasn't quiet. <laughs> oh, no, and ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Andrew Stoltz. It's on the road radio. Yeah, no, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, nice to be here. Uh, yeah, thank you uh, for having me on tonight. It's wonderful. Uh, well, look, it's entirely your pleasure, Andrew. <laughs> Yeah, no worries at all. I've been uh, yeah with uh, <laughs> with Yogi all day. Like I just said, he's been, he's been down the rear all day, coming up the rear very very slowly. We've had to pull up and wait for him a couple of times and uh, yeah, well, ask him where well, the hell he is. We had a safe five, a JSA safe five, and a safety meeting this morning. We discussed just cruising along anyway. The black ball yeah. took off, and then I'm left down there holding, holding me buddy oversized flag by myself, you know? So, yeah, the black anyway, bullet. The black the black bullet. bullet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's cops and robbers, mate. That's, that's cops and robbers. <laughs> right, all right, yeah. let's get the truck straight. Andrew's got the king cabin, it is cops and robbers. We have featured it a little bit on Truck and Life Facebook and uh, a few other bits and pieces. And because we are good mates, and, and I am doing the job for you, Andrew, and and I think you have six now. You told me we just got a couple of day run, and it, it ended up being a Newcastle. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, I did say that we just yeah we're just going down the road. I actually do remember saying that to someone many many years ago. He said I need to pull up, I need to pull up and have a piss. I said yeah yeah no worries. I said we'll pull up shortly. And I think four hours later he said mate I still need to have that piss. <laughs> <laughs> I said, are you, are you back teeth floating yet? Like, did we really need to stop? And he said, yeah, I do. So we did stop. <laughs> at, this, at this point, I'd like to remind you that we are still in family hours, all right, for another 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so and, and speaking of that, we're around the fire at Alexandra. There's a lot of people listening at Alexandra. Oh, sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll turn that down. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, that... Uh, we, we, do like, we, we do like to, we do like to keep our license. <laughs> <laughs> you know the language police out. Right, okay, okay. Right, 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 right. Feel off and back and out. Well, yeah, it's it's but you're being that's right. But you know, I don't know. I've heard your wife sometimes. She's interesting. So yeah, and I can't believe some of the things that she said. So it's one of those things. But you know. No, no, no. Well, I'll tell you what. If she's anything like Rose, mate, they come up with a pretty good vocabulary after they've been around our truck drivers for a while. I know that. Uh, Correct. It, it does happen. I mean, I've never heard Amanda go off, but I'm sure she does. Oh, and, well, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, she goes off. I'm sure she does. <laughs> no, no, she's very articulate in what she says. Yeah. I've got no doubt, got no doubt about that either. <laughs> she, yeah, no, she, she looks like a pussycat, but she's got the roar of a lion. I'm fairly <laughs> sure when Yogi gets well, told, Yogi's been told. She's raised three boys and looked after you. Yeah. 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 yeah, so, yeah. She's got three, three lovely... Boy, they're the teenagers. Yeah, what are they? How old are the boys? They're all in their twenties, aren't they? Like thirty, actually. You say Drew was nearly thirty because we were talking about this. You've been running the paddock for over thirty years. Is the legal term or the illegal term? Illegal legal term. Well, if you were running out there thirty years ago, some of it might have been dirt back then. Was it dirt? Was no. it when? Yeah. Dirt? No. 
No? No, not with me. I've been out there coming up probably 36 years. Right and uh, no, none of it was dirt when I was there. The um, what they call the basin, like from uh, Euclid to Madura. Yeah. Uh, yep. When I started, that was sort of stuck together with sticky tape and chewing gum. It was very narrow, and yeah, yeah. I, I did um, probably a couple of years out there with no license with a very good friend of the family and his road boss. And no, don't say anything that'll get you locked up, mate, for God's sake. Oh, no, no well, we, look, we just had that young <laughs> truck washer on. You've done your apprenticeship sitting next to, yeah. to, to <laughs> my good family friends. And, yeah. I think there's yeah. more things that'll get me locked up than that. But, um, <laughs> oh, okay. I can, re- I can remember back then, like, I was struggling to see the end of the road, boss, and like the road that, that, that road down there was, yeah, that was pretty well buggered. And then a couple of years later, they widened it all out and done the uh, Euclid Pass, Madura Pass, and yeah, that was all good, so that's, uh, yeah, that, that would be, um, yeah, that's probably 36 years ago, yeah. yeah. But, Do you think there's been any seal parking bays in that 36 years, Andrew? Um, in that 36 <laughs> years, yeah, I can talk a little bit about this. In 36 years, I really can't see what any state government or any federal government has done throughout Australia to sealed parking base. Um, I would nearly say any um, any transport minister or anyone working in any local shire or anything that's got the yes or no, we're going to build a parking bay here or do it. I don't know how they sleep at night. I don't yeah. know how, how. I think they must they must rock up to work with their suits on and take the free coffee that they get each day. And they've done a good day's work because clearly they've done nothing. 36 well, years, nothing has changed. They should be yeah, absolutely ashamed of themselves. They really I, should I, be. I, I don't know. I'd hate to say you're wrong, but I think that from memory, when I went over to Perth a couple of years ago uh, with the caravan, there was a couple of new parking bays, I think, just the other side of Kimber. Or maybe they were just sealed. Maybe they were always there. Maybe they were always dirt. No, no been, nothing sealed out there. Oh, there's a couple they put in around the uh, the mine turn off. There's one the Q sealed one there. Which yeah, is like about there's, 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 yeah, there's, there's one yeah. on one side one. of the road that yeah. they built. Now the existing one that's been there for many years, the uh, westbound one, that's not yeah. been touched. Now why you would seal one and not the other is beyond me. Didn't but they on put the, in some on the stupid on, yeah, well, because they didn't well, they put in some did... stupid U-turn things in that there as well, though. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. yeah. Well, it, well, I'll tell you, if they if they did, they would be on a blind corner and halfway down a hill where no one could see. That's what these engineers do. They say this is a good place for an accident. Let's do that here. And, and, um, it's the same as the other side of uh, Parong. They they put a Bitchman Park and Bay there, yeah. halfway up a hill. The lean yeah. is on about a twenty five percent grade, so the truck yeah. in there. You probably yeah. wouldn't change your tyre in there. You definitely wouldn't sleep in there. But I'll tell you what they did. They put a nice little flat pad there to put a gazebo in and some concrete chairs for the tourists. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about, I reckon. But yeah, that's, that's the one well, I'm thinking about. Yeah, ten bins yeah. there. They blow, blow away, blow down the hill when it's windy. I reckon that's the one I'm thinking of. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then on the WA side, I think they yeah they've got bloody, they've got a couple on the ninety mile that they. They built for trucks and tourists. They're, they're good, um, 
but everything else that's been there for 36 years sits in the yeah. same. There's parking yeah. bays out there in the winter time. Well, not even the winter. Last week it rained out there. If you had a bit of a drama and you needed to pull in there, change a tyre or do anything that you needed to do, you you wouldn't go in there because you wouldn't get out. Yeah, yeah. And that's, out, that yeah. is just disgusting. And that's what I'm talking about. These these shires and and transport ministers and stuff, people that want to beat their chest, we're doing this and that. You've done nothing. You should be ashamed mm. of yourself. It's, it's so really true. bad. I wish you'd say what you really thought, Andrew. <laughs> oh, no, you, you just, you just well, told him he couldn't. Well, Andrew's just opened the can. He hasn't really got into it yet. Like, <laughs> well, I haven't got into it yet. So I, yeah, I, I did but, say well, to Yogi earlier up. on, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to be the Australian version of Donald Trump. Like, I'm go- I might get the place going, but you're probably not going to like what I'm saying to you. But that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the truth, mate. This industry is at the worst it's been and no one cares. And, and that's pretty yeah. much how it is, mate. We've got nowhere to go. Like, if, if I've got a drone with this truck, want to change a tyre or whatever, I can't pull in that parking bay. I've got to stop on the highway. And and that, and that, that is dangerous. Yeah. You're expecting an argument out of me sometime soon, are you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we need a transport minister in here oh, as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're kind of all preaching to the converted here, but we like what you're saying, Andrew. We but, love what you're saying. Uh, but, but I've this, been this, this to is... it all day. I thought, we, I thought we were going to talk about. I thought we were going to talk about flash trucks. I thought I was going to get an education that, on what school. No, no, school. no. no. Get an I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, ca- I'll come back to the flash trucks after, but this is just really sad because I, I, I have watched my father come through all of this and now now he's, he would have been, he's retired now, but yeah. him and his mates were having this same conversation 45 years ago. Yeah. And the Australian yeah. government and councils and shires have, have still not got off their ass and done anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're this far down the track and there there is nothing. There's nothing for us and it is really bad. And if we did have one close to a town, they've probably closed it because the trucks were annoying all the residents. Well, I was going to come back to you with that. The only thing I can see they've done in 36 years that I've, like, from a young fella to now, they've taken the rubbish bins out the parking base because they're too lazy to go and empty them. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That is it. Um, the only state in Australia I can see that has done anything with parking bays, with what I do, is uh, New South Wales. They've they've bitchamised a lot of parking bays. They've got a lot of toilets in parking bays where we can all go, whereas no other state in Australia really does that. Well, they... So, Andrew, so just, just to clarify to the audience and the few people that probably don't know who you are, are you qualified to speak about this? How often do you... <laughs> <laughs> well, I run Australia-wide uh, and, yep. and have done and always have, and... Oh, yeah, obviously Australia-wide, you see a lot of countryside and you see what goes on in little towns. None of the little towns have anything close for truckies to pull up in because they don't want trucks in the town because they're big and loud and stinky and make noise and and all that sort of stuff. So it doesn't happen. We're here in Kimber tonight. There's a roadhouse out the road. There's a small parking bay that can fit five trucks in it. But we can't go there because we're, we're four metres wide. So we're in yeah. a little railway yard down the end of town with nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, we've gone yeah. back to the pub, we've had a shower and come back here. But other than that, you've got nothing. And, and no roadhouses in Australia really stay open any later than 9 o'clock at night these days. Uh, COVID sort of ruined that. 
Um, and while COVID was on, I think most truck drivers and companies went out and said, right, we'll put inverters and microwaves in our truck. So we don't need roadhouses anymore. Mm. And at least when you're that, that width, um, you do have the option to run into town with an escort or something. But if you're sitting at 3.4 metres and you can't park anywhere in town, you're, um, you've got nothing, have you? Yeah, no, well, you, you, you haven't. You, you, you're sort of buggered, but um, yeah. yeah um, even like we're over, we're over the parking bay thing now. I think I've said enough on that. I think everyone can get the message. You're probably thinking, oh, yeah, what I would like to say to some of these councillors and and um, um, uh, uh, ministers, like state ministers and things like that, transport ministers, is. I'd like them to go to bed tonight and put two bricks under one leg on their bed and see how good they sleep on an angle. Mm. <laughs> and then tomorrow, and then tomorrow, like that, that, that's not where the pain's going to end. Tomorrow they're going to wake up and their wife are going to say, what the hell were you thinking? I didn't sleep all night. Yeah, well. See, yeah, so um, they, they might get the message then. Just, just so that you know, Andrew, I just got a message, text message from my old mate Bob McMillan, and he said it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, he says it's official. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Thanks, oh. Andrew. <laughs> yeah, well, Thanks, Andrew. Right. Cheers from me. I miss being out there and catching up with true professionals like yourself. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I have actually listened mail? to him. Yeah, I've listened to him on, on a uh, podcast, and yeah, he, he sounds like a very strict on sort of person. So, uh, <laughs> so, the, so the checks in the mail then. That right, yeah. Okay. But yeah, another thing with these uh, state governments and things like that, just touching on South Australia, yeah. after 40 years, you would have to wonder why Yorkie's Crossing is still dirt. Like, that, that's, well, that's, that's 20 odd k's. When we do Yorkie's tomorrow, that 20 yeah. odd k's at, at 25k, 30k an hour, that's, that's 51 minutes for me. Pitchman to yep. Pitchman. Yep. Why, why after 40 years, for Christ's sake, is a heavy vehicle bypass still freaking dirt? Well, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, how the hell? I know they go to work to get a free coffee, but why <laughs> is that still freaking dirt? Because they don't have to use it. No, I, I, no it's not they don't need to use it. They don't care. Because they know when they retire, they're going to get their pension. They don't need to do any work. They don't need to prove anything. They don't want to prove anything. Yeah, working towards long purposely. They need, right. they need no, the, tra- the truck. The truckies will go out in the dirt. They'll build their seven hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. That's just my outfit. Let alone someone with a platform, a quad or whatnot that's probably worth a million and a half bucks. And yeah, they're yeah, out there they smashing need. their equipment. And yeah. these, these transformers we've got on, they can't be damaged. We have to crawl through those bumps. And over that like, bloody railway line. Yeah. These are second-hand transformers. Like you put a, you put brand-new ones on here, you're looking a million and a half, two million bucks worth of equipment. Yeah. And we're out there yeah. playing in rocks and stones and shit like that. Like, it, it's insane. It's terrible. Yeah, well, it's I know, just, on the, just, just before you get off the rest areas, I know a certain... Right, that's going to be up for two boxes of bloody bottles away where we're going with this rest area committee. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't get Andrew. Don't get me started. Thing. Don't get me started on that rest area committee. Like, I know there's volunteers <laughs> on there, and I know there's people on there that are being paid. But that, 
Now, that, how many weeks ago was that launch? Is that eight weeks, nine or ten weeks? Well, it, it was it was it's a fair while ago, Andrew. I don't want right. to go into detail. Now, now since that was launched, all as I mm-hmm. see is a lot of free coffee. Well, There's been nothing mentioned since. It hasn't been free coffee, mate, because the taxpayers of Australia have been paying. You're dead right, but I, I sort of I looked at that on day one and I thought this is a failed thing from day one. Well, this ain't going to work. Well, I'm going to I'm going to preempt what Bob's going to text me in a minute. <laughs> right, because Bob will tell me you know what committees are for, don't you? Yeah, they're for sending, they're for sending people up bush tracks. If you want to, yeah. according to Bob, if you want to slow something down and you're in government, form a committee. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Now, all, all get together. I have to tell you, and don't shoot me, right? No, I won't. I won't. I have to tell you that when I, before all this started, I was a big supporter of the whole idea, and I thought the whole thing was going to work and it was going to be fine. And as it went on from the from the time I first heard about it to what it became in the finish, the goalposts got moved like every day of the week. And now it's at the point where instead of having money to be spent, what's got to happen now is that the councils have got to apply to the state government and who in turn have got to apply to the federal government to get some money out of this rest area committee and they have got to agree to go dollar for dollar. So for every dollar the federal government spends, the local, the state government's got to agree to spend a dollar as well. So in New South Wales, they said that they were going to spend $20 million on rest areas and making things better. The, uh, the the state government here now even admitted, bloody Bob McMillan's text me spot on. Stand your phone on the file. We can all hear the ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get professionally. We've got a professional guest on here. Going on, like on, on like a fruit, going off like a fruit machine. Down off like a two-dollar pokey on the river land. <laughs> so, so the, the, the thing of it is, is that now what, what's happened is it's got progressively more difficult to actually make something happen. The one thing that the rest area committee could have done, in my opinion, and I know Craig's not allowed to talk about it because he's on the committee. I'll put your weights up, Craig. Don't you worry. No, no, don't bring him into it. I know Craig can't talk about it. So, Craig and I have never had a discussion about the committee. Let's get that out there, right? We never had. Me too. Me too. Me too. So, so we agreed. We all agreed. We we won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. Until Andrew comes off. Until Andrew comes off. Yeah, there we go. Now now we're in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, thing, the, the thing about this is the one thing that the Buddy Committee could have done, in my opinion, that which would have been an easy win, would be fund the Green Reflector program straight away. Like, so that, that could be done. Hit it head on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing this, so, we're doing that. And they, and they could have, the Buddy phone's gone off again. See, my, someone just said my cardiologist told me to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I myself have got a very good idea for uh, parking days and I've all, I've been shot down many times for being an ideas person. My brother's always mm. said to me, you're an ideas person. I think actually if he listened to me a bit more... You know he, where that comes from, don't you? You're an idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, there's no doubt about it. The state governments and the federal government like charging us for anything that they can charge us for. They come up with an idea and they go, hey, 
We can make mm. money out of these truckies and out of this industry. Yeah. This is a good industry. It's a real cash cow because that's what yep. we are. We are a cash cow. Now, every city we drive into, we've got ETAG. Yes. If I go to Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane, I can spend 100 bucks a day driving around their freeways doing deliveries and pickups. 100 bucks yep. a day. On tolls. Why, why on tolls? Dead right. Now, yep. why aren't we building state-of-the-art parking bays, bitumen, solar lights, toilets? Put some security cameras in there if you want. When you drive yeah. in, bang, your e tag just gone four, four, five bucks. Who cares? I would rather go in there and pay five bucks than go down to the dust bowl down the road where I can't mm. even get under my truck to see what's going wrong. Yeah, why don't these? Got, now, why aren't these people thinking about this? They are. They oh, sorry, I got to. I got to pull up a bit there. Like people are. There's some great ideas coming in, and I can tell you, one of the things the committee's here for is to stop the stupid spending of money. So. Mm. Yeah. I, and I'm not speaking out of school here. I can say that. So yeah. there are some yeah. great ideas coming forward. And, Andrew, what you just spoke about, things like that are being put forward. Yeah. Well, it would be great to see it get done instead of just put forward. Like, this is this is a can-do today. We need it today. Not in 10 years. We need it now. We've got B-triples. we got quads. The parking bays where you used to fit one or two blokes in with their truck to sleep overnight, that's back to one because the flood pool's in there. We've got no room. Mm. Yeah. They've they bought in all these bigger bigger trucks, more trailers and all the gear. Oh. And look, we've got the infrastructure to house it. Like, we, we don't, got no even, room, like. don't even start me on that shit because, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 it's not 11 o'clock yet. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, don't worry. Yeah, I thought Rose took your soapbox away. <laughs> There's a dollar in the swear jar for me. <laughs> we've got all these great big huge combinations on the road with blokes driving them, right? Now, I can't remember exactly what my hourly rate is because I don't pay too much attention to it when I'm driving, right? I think it's around 32 bucks an hour, maybe 34 or something like that. Um, not, you know... It's it's nice. I'm lucky. I'm one of those guys that's, that's got a good job. I get paid the right money over time and all that sort of thing. The guys out there driving for trip money, they're driving around in singles. Now I'm not. I can't remember what the exact rate is for the K rate these days for a single. Craig, do you know what it is for the award? Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to be up over your fifty cents when you for a single. What for, for a single? I don't know. I don't. I, I think no, no, no. I've had nothing I, I to do with a single for quite some time. But yeah, I would have thought around that 40, 42 cents. Yeah, I, I, think, no, I, think it's it's, it's, I think it's up around the 47, 50 cents a K for a single these days, mm. depending on whether it's like general freight or yeah. oversized. Freight. And if, if you're not mm. getting it, um, you're probably cutting yourself short because a lot of blokes right. are paying it. But here's, the, but here's the point. It doesn't really matter what it is. Let's just stay for the hell of it. It's 40 cents for a minute, right? I don't care, that's probably not right. But just say it is. Then they go and get them in a B-double and they say, we'll give you 43 cents or something like that. But your trip times, you've got, you've got an extra half a trailer's worth. You've got an extra half a trailer's worth of bloody freight to look after. An extra half a freight worth of delivery. So I don't know if it's changed, but when I was doing general, we used to have to do, it was over eight time you did the delivery. Is that, you remember that, anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So... You go and do the bloody delivery, and then you might go to the depot, 
or you know, I've had the case where you go and pick something up and they come back come back to the depot, then you got a full load. I don't know, we're taking half of that off. Yeah. And you know, and then we'll snot the rest of you up. I used to do my bloody head in that sort of thing. But here's the thing, you've got these blokes driving the B doubles for a few cents more. Then they, they now we've got B triples and A doubles that are running around that might be getting a few cents more. The speed limit's gone back to ninety. You're not allowed. To, you've got more weight on, so you're slower up and down, going up and down the hills. You can't get in and out of anywhere to you know, just go and answer the call of nature. God help you if you want to have a feed. You can't yeah, get no, in anywhere. Yeah, right? no. And 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 you and you're driving the bloody shoebox K two hundred. Or, or some bloody <laughs> European, some bloody European shit box yeah, yeah, in the front of it. Relentless, there, isn't it? I, I drove, I drove a fat tab K two hundred for three and a half years across the paddock, Andrew. I've got no problem with it. You've got plenty of room to move around. Oh, you know, I've, I've, got one, I've got one now, and um, I, when I ordered this truck, and we specced it up pretty well, and. I don't know what's wrong with you anyway. The truck that you had before that one was better in my opinion. Oh, just no, they, they've all been beautiful trucks, all of them, but I spec this up at 300 mil shorter than a 909 with a 50-inch bung. And yeah, right. I don't think I'd ever go back to a 909 or anything after that. Well, watch your mouth out. If you want to watch your mouth out. Yeah, hang on. The ride, the, 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 ride, the ride in the truck is... Just better than any no one I know I've ever had. Do you want to? Do you want to? Insane. Um, want to run a three previous other, truck, Andrew? The only other truck I've had that compared to this, I had a uh, HD Superliner many years ago with a um, sixty-four inch bunk. Well, and that, that thing, that thing rode like an LTD. It was just beautiful. I saw a picture of it the other day. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that, that was a nice now, truck. Just, my point that I was trying to make before is the trucks have got they got bigger, the wages yes, for yep. the drivers haven't got bigger, the responsibilities have got bigger, and yep. we're at a point now where we've got blokes with less and less experience getting behind the wheel of bigger and bigger things than in my well, opinion. You can, yeah, well, these guys, you can fly into right. Australia today from another country and you can be driving tomorrow. Only in New South Wales, mate. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen in Western Australia. You can't yeah, do it in Western, Western Australia. Australia. No, you've got to be a week or so. Yeah, it's got to be a week or so. Is it that long? Yeah, I had a guy one day, he was at Norseman and he'd flown in and he said, how do I get to um, Perth? And I said, just turn right. Just turn right, follow the road. I said, how long have you been here, mate? And he said, I think he did say he'd been here for a week. And I thought, oh, my God. (laughs) And you were driving driving that. Yeah, but the the thing that we've got, the issue that we've got, he was probably not from Western Australia. He was probably from the Eastern States. But anyway, he he come from India. But well, I don't I have a problem with that. I, I I'll, I'll sit down and I'm not a racist person. I'll sit down and have a beer and a meal with anyone. I'll talk to anyone. Doesn't matter what colour you are or where you well, come you, from. You, but you, but you know, I, there's I, been a lot of a lot of people running the paddock for a lot of years at a lot of different nationalities, rates, everything. Oh, there, there, yeah. there, there has been, yeah, that's dead right. But yeah. I sort of like look at George, it George Tudor, you know, like, yeah, he's been oh, around yeah. there forever. Yeah. Well, yeah. there has, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. And they're all knowledgeable yeah. people. But I sort of look at it and I look at the truck. The truck's a tool. Now, mm. if you're in the workshop and you don't know how to use the tools, you stay the hell out of the workshop, don't you? Mm. Mm. 
Oh, don't don't do it. Yeah. Don't come here because you're going to either hurt yourself or you're going to I honestly don't think you can blame the drivers, though. I, it, to me, the issue is that the, the way the laws are, and that's the fault of the NTC, and then you can't blame the NHVR because they just enforce the shit rules that the NTC have put down. And no, then you can only the, blame the flea bag companies they're working for. Dead right. Well, the flea bag companies that they're working for that <laughs> won't train them. Right, so we've got no, the situation no. now. We've got the situation now where you've got this is so-called driver shortage. Well, I think that that's utter rubbish. I don't think there is a driver shortage. What no, there is, what, what what there is, is uh, a shortage on driver respect. That's what it is. Where com- big companies don't respect their drivers and they treat them like an animal, and they tell them you're driving that box of crap with no heater, no air conditioner, and by the way, be there tomorrow morning. He's been listening to me, hasn't he? Well, there, there's, there's, there's parallel worlds running here, and I give you the tip, and uh, we've, we've crossed them in together. And uh, you know, do we need to take a little breather and restock the beer fridge and get a song on? Oh, oh, you know? Certainly need a beer. Mike yeah, needs to lose his soapbox. We'll have a little five minutes. Grab a song, and we'll have a little five minutes. <laughs> we'll let, let the listeners on Saturday Night Live. We'll let the I did. Do you want me? You want me to come back again, do you? No, you just. <laughs> well, you wait. Hey, you just wait there. Don't just go stay you there. Either. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, wait. I'll wait there, right here. Right. You wait there. Right. Oh, I can feed you in the truck. Don't move. We'll just go with a bit of Tim McGraw, eh? <laughs> okay. 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 Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. 
sparkling sand Cold drink chilling in my right hand Watching you sleep in the evening light Resting up for a long, long night Cause when the sun goes down We'll be grooving when the sun goes down Feeling alright when the sun sinks down Over the water, everything gets hotter when the sun goes down, yeah. All day long, just taking it easy. Laying in a hammock where it's nice and breezy. And sleeping off the night before. When the sun goes down, we'll be back for more. When the sun goes down, we'll be grooving. When the sun goes down, we're feeling alright. When the sun sinks down over the water, everything is hotter. When the sun goes down.
Two songs there. We tried. We tried. Did we try to calm the fire, or we provoked the fire? We got another. No, no, you, you provoked it. Yeah. So now I'm gonna, I, right. I want to move on to NHVR now. Like they, they have done the best that I have ever seen. Whose show is this? Yeah, that's right. Andrew's been taking over. <laughs> I'm joking over. I'm on. You, you got me yeah, wound up now. Saddle up here. You lost this. We're going to get to it. Righto. Go to where, Andrew? As you were. Righto, righto. NHVR, years ago, how many years ago? I don't know. They've, they've sort of been thinking that they're in charge. But they have done the best that I've ever seen of confusing a whole nation. They came in and said that they were going to be a one-stop permit shop They've done nothing. All they've done is bought more rules and confused the hell out of everyone. <laughs> One thing I, I do want, I would like to say with them, why why is South Australia the only state in Australia that we need to have extension mirrors as, as oversized vehicles when the mirrors aren't ADR approved? That's a state thing. That's only only one state. Australia. Only South Australia. Mm. We can run in any other state with no mirrors, but when you run down this golden bloody plated road in South Australia, you got to have them. You can have some hand mirrors on the end of a broomstick. Be a move on. That's it. Many years ago, I had my first cab over twenty years ago, and that's exactly <laughs> what I had: was broom handles zip tied to the bull bar with a uh, a spotter mirror on it. That was that was it. <laughs> Did, did it actually work? It, well, it, it sort of worked, but I'll tell you what works better. The camera that I've got on my dash, which goes to the back of the trailer, and I can see people smiling at me. Mm. That is a whole yeah. lot better. And the idea of their mirror, the mirror hanging out there. Like, now, when I, when I got my license as a kid, even in the car, one of the rules was two hands on the wheel at all time and you look straight ahead. Yeah, when you use right. their pox-ridden mirror that they want you to put out there, you're going to put you're going to put you you got to put your your chin on your shoulder, and you've got to look mm. in that mirror for about three seconds to see what's behind you. So you've got to take your eyes right off the road. Mm. You'll set your seeing right? machine off if you do that, mate. Is that road safety? Depends who you ask. Yeah, yeah. You said that, Mark. You asked the question. You answered that. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. And ask, go and ask them, someone that's high up in the office that gets the taxpayer's coffee every day. Yeah. Like, it's, the answer is... No, I'll, I'll, bet, I'll, bet, I'll bet there's a senator that's listening right now. <laughs> Will you shut up if I buy you a cup of coffee? <laughs> <laughs> well, all, all we want is a decent cup of coffee, and you won't get where, where we are tomorrow morning. We won't get a decent cup of coffee. Well, I'm, still up at I'm, no, so, I'm no. sort of, I'm sort of thinking that if if, if uh, that bloody aerodyne was fitted out in the way it should be, it'd actually have a coffee machine in it. 
it does. Well, it does. I, mean, I, do, I, do, I do have a coffee machine in this truck, and it's beautiful every morning. Is it one of those pod coffee makers, is it, or is it? Yeah, 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 pod machine, yeah, and and she is just beautiful, never let me down yet. Although, I did notice the other day it made a strange noise, and I thought, oh, no, mm. the world's about to come undone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to say that I actually haven't had a coffee from Andrew's Cafe de Wheels. He's not offered yet. <laughs> I've had to make and my dairy And, and, and if, I was him, I would, if I was him, I wouldn't give you one either. No, I offered him one this morning at the border. I said, I can make you yeah. a pioneer you know, black coffee. So I said, I can make you a black coffee if you want to tip a bit of milk in it. He said, oh, well, no, I'll over there. Yeah, I do. So I what are you on about nine, nine bucks a latte or something, Andrew? I have been thinking <laughs> about that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, well, I should really because the price of our blue in this country at the minute is just yeah. – out of control. So you can do that. Get me started on that blue. Like I could say, if I could disconnect me ad blue and I could probably have about 1200 bucks a month more profit instead of tipping that shit in this truck. Yeah. And, and why the Australian government aren't, like, get me started on this. Like, some places, two bucks a litre. I haven't got to like, start on anything, mate. You're so bad. <laughs> uh, the Andrew out. Uh, Welcome to the Andrew out. Ad, ad blue, mate. Like this is just a freaking joke. Like our, the the federal government want us to put that crap in these trucks for after treatment. Why aren't no. they going and getting it from other countries cheaper if we can't make the stuff ourselves? Like this is insane. I was at Catanning the other day, and it's three dollars a litre for ad blue. Right. Geez, that must hurt you, Yogi. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, no. Andrew's complaining. He's got about a. He's He's got a dirty old water. Gen 2, mate. He's going to sit down the road like the Indian Pacific. I've got one of them too. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I would sit down the road like the Indian Pacific. I've got a well-tuned, highly profitable, maintained vehicle by Cummins Esperance Robert Tree, the man that he's selected. Three-second rule. Three-second rule. I don't play smoke. I don't have little steamies in the morning like you do, you Fucking Billy Chuffer. Latte. Is latte going? Yeah, the yeah, latte sipping, chuffing, bloody K2 air. I don't want to have blue. Like when I, I drive this truck up in the morning, it smells excellent. That's what this <laughs> it, is, it Ricky does. Bobby. It does. It smells it does. excellent. It does. Excellent. It does. Look, starting up an old HZ holding, it just sounds nice on that rich fuel. I'm just doing the old... You watch tomorrow. I'll shake and bake you through Port Augusta. No drama. Rightio, Ricky Bobby. Rightio. Coming for you. Coming for you. That is me now, Ricky Bobby. That black one's got a C15 in it too, doesn't it? There's no ad blue there. No, I don't know what ad blue is. Ad blue is just a diesel dog new offsider. That's what we do. What's he going the other day, Andrew? Sorry? We were talking about Ad Blue being Diesel Dog's new offsider in trucking life. Oh, yeah. I said, um, yeah, <laughs> Diesel, Dog, Diesel Dog's offsider should be called uh, Blocked Up. And it should what? be a, picture of, an ad, it should be a yeah. picture of a DPF with some legs on it so it looks like a sausage dog. I said I said to Steve Bloomfield the other day that, the D, that Diesel Dog should have a pup called Ad Blue. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, but it only works so often and the rest of the time it'll be blocked up. That's right. <laughs> so you're <yeah>, up on me. <laughs> uh, honestly, 
I, I don't know why more people aren't buying uh, old trucks and doing them up and getting away from all this crap, going back to the old mechanical. Well, well. You can't plug into them and you can blow some soot. Like, who cares? Uh, who cares? Uh, Australia's uh, more than no, you... the rest of the world. I <laughs> know. Oh, no. oh, no. We, oh, we are that, terrible. This is really annoying me because sometimes I do road train and, and I applied for a permit the other day. I'll see all these other trucks road training on the uh, on the Adelaide Melbourne road and as far as I can road train in Portertown and that's where I'll get my legs cut off. Mm. And so I applied for a permit. I've got a depot in um, Ballarat on the uh, bypass there that I can use, which I think is right. safe. But I can't get it because one of my trailers is uh, a 1986 Lusty, which is virtually brand new, all new axles, suspension, the whole lot. Like, it's pretty flash. But my drop deck is 12 years old. My gear is very well maintained. And I can't get it because I don't have PBS braking. Mm. ABS braking, you mean? Yeah, now, I had a permit to go through Mildura to drag my road train through Mildura to get over that little railway line. Right. And I went to renew that, and they wouldn't give me that either. They said, no, you don't have that braking system. You can't have it. You're dangerous. Right. So, obviously, I look at it like this. Have the trailer builders gone to the NHBR and said, we have come up with this wonderful system, which is way safer. And if they don't have it, you shouldn't give them a permit. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know, but it just it annoys me because for me to go there and do a road train, I've got to employ someone else to tow my trailer in or do it myself, which means I've got more fatigue. Um, it just, oh, it, it just doesn't. It's not right. Now I believe. The NHVR chief engineer is it Les Bruiser? It's uh, Mr. Bruiser, Bruiser or Bruiser. Now yeah, I don't know. I right. don't know if he. I don't know if he actually has the truck license or if he's ever driven a truck. Well, he's designed oh, a few. He, he's designed them, but he's, has he ever sat in one? Because I reckon my outfit would stop faster than anything that's got that. Because I, I well. I, I do know I, people I, that have got that system, and they feel like when they put their foot on the brake, the truck's not stopping. Mm. All so I can say to you, been... all, all I can say to you is, Andrew, I, I, I feel your pain. But having said that, we have to also understand that the NHVR, and I'm going to cross. I've got to help me. I'm going to defend the NHVR now. Yeah. <laughs> but may, may, may the gods not strike me dead. Yeah. The reality of the reality of it is, is that while you may maintain your gear and it's in the top condition, mate, there's a lot of people out there that don't. Oh, yeah, and, I realise that there is there is have, bandits out there, and they have or to they... maintain the the uh, way things are. Unfortunately, for the lowest common denominator. Now, well, they do, but they're, they're crucifying me. What what I call it is um, obstruction of um, earnings, and and they're stopping me from making a dollar because they're looking after these big companies that want to go and buy all these phones. Well, I disagree. And the reason why I disagree is because if, if you were to go and have ABS fitted to your trailer, you'd have your permit in five seconds flat. Well, I wouldn't. It's going to cost me four grand a trailer for each trailer plus my dolly. So 
Okay, yes, so just to go and do that. Well, you know what I say about that, twelve grand. Go and put your well, pajamas on because I'll be out there at night. Come and get me because if I pay a thousand or two thousand here and there, I, I've just picked up forty odd grand to go back to forty, fifty grand to go back to Perth. What's yeah. a couple of grand to me? Like you, I give me a permit and I'll do it right. You're turning a honest man yeah. into a dishonest man. You want me to break the law? Well, they don't want you to do what I was going to say to you. You come up with that the other day. What did you say? An honest man enjoyed dishonesty. Well, you are. I'm coming to you. I want a permit. I want to do it right. And you're saying no. Go away. Go and spend 12 grand. Well, no, they're not saying no. They're saying to you, you need to comply to get the permit. And when you do, we'll give you one. The the problem is that they are. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) They're saying that to everyone. They're not just saying that to you. So if, if if it was me, they'd be saying it to me. If it was anyone else, they'd be saying it to to them too. So I mean, I, I, while I while I feel your pain, and I understand twelve grand, twelve grand. Remember, I've written a text myself as well. So, yeah, that's dead, you know, yeah, that's dead right. It, so, it just so so you have to make a business decision. You either want to do it or you don't want to do it. If you do well, it, well, I do want to, but I I just look at it. I I I run the NHB uh, bloody maintenance. Fatigue. Uh, yep. I do it in WA maintenance and fatigue. Yeah. I, do, yep. I do all of that. Why have I signed up for that if I can't do this? Mm. I well, might as well throw up to the window. What I see and run the gauntlet. The, the problem with some of this technology, even though it's there set up to, you know, get us to the lowest common denominator, the, the fail safes in it aren't aren't right. If the, if that technology doesn't work, you're in a worse situation than what you were as as your setup is now, Andrew. Like I no. I asked a question about a load proportion valve, and and through, through an engineer about what it does. So it's it's there to reduce braking pressure when you're unloading, so you don't your trails don't slide around when you're empty. So I asked the engineer what happens when that valve fails. So they, they couldn't come back with an answer. So, so when that valve fails, does it give you no braking or full braking? Which, no, if it gives yeah, you no braking, that could be a lot potentially a lot worse than well, actually just locking dad, a trailer up. Yeah, dead right. And my dad, obviously, been out here for many many years, and he drove uh, in before he retired. Was driving for my brother, and nice nine oh nine ABS braking. And then they, yeah. they bought a couple of he bought a couple of trailers with that system on it, and he come home, and he said to my brother, he said this thing doesn't want to stop. He said yeah. I put my foot on the brake and it feels like it's just going. And he said and when I do stop, he said the brakes on the prime mover are that hot. He said all I can smell is brake. He said that trailer mm. is obviously not doing what it should be doing. And anyway, the trailer went back to it was a Barker. It went back to Mark and they they looked at it. Everything's okay, and he and he said, "I don't want to tow that anymore because he said that thing just doesn't feel like it's stopping." He said, "I put me foot on the brake. Mm. It's, it's like stepping on a freaking plum. It just mm. there's nothing there." It, and well, it can be with those systems as simple as a an a hot ride height valve not yeah. working properly, and it tells the EBS and the whole system that it hasn't got as much weight on as it as it. Sure. No. And the next thing, your brakes aren't working, so it comes back to your prime mover having to take all the all well, that, the pressure. And that's what was happening. He said. He said every time he stopped, he said he could smell brakes. And mm. yeah, I know in our family, if we if we don't like smelling brakes, if we can stop and not use those brakes, 
Yeah, well, the point that we're all trying, what you're all talking about, they're all mechanical issues which have reasons which can be sorted out. Fact, the fact is that, you know, those quads that I drove up in the Pilbara have got all the ABS, EBS, every bloody thing that, that you can have on them, and they, they stop better than a bloody a B-double, and they stop in a straight line. You can stand on the brakes of the things when they're empty, and even on a wet road, they won't put a foot out of place. Now, really? I've driven, I've driven a triple road train. If you stand on the brakes when they're empty, you're going to lock up every car on everybody trail and every dolly, and Christ knows what's going to happen. So, and no, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not wrong, am I? No, no I we, we, and we can prove but, that when we had a fire going there at Northwood BP the other night. Then five different quads were coming in there doing 100 over that railway line. Yeah. And they were stopping straight because if yeah. they weren't stopping, oh. they'd be straight across that road. <laughs> right. So yeah, the, the point that I'm trying to make to you is that all this stuff we're talking about is mechanical issues that can be sorted out. There's a logical reason for it. If you lock up a trailer and flat spot 12 tyres, how much have you crossed yourself, Andrew? Well, that's dead right. It's a lot of money. It can be very expensive, but... Oh, so, I don't, so the point I, that I'm trying to a... make to you is... The point that I'm trying to make to you is is if it's a mechanical thing that you can sort out, every bloody mechanical thing that we ever run on the road, if it's got tits or tyres, mate, it's going to cause you pain. It's going to cause you a lot of drama. But I, so, I, so I, I've never put myself in a situation... I, I don't travel close to people. I come into yeah. town slow. I, I don't... Yogi will tell you, I don't put my foot on the brake down downhill, do I, mate? Yeah, well... The... No, you don't, and I, I, I had to take more foot off the brake the other day. <laughs> Going in... I'm not trying to be hard to get on with, Andrew, but... I mean, you're... No, it's just Saturday night, Jed says it. We're going to go. We're going to do business. We're in... I've seen brake lights come on. I've seen brake lights come on. I said, get your foot off that brake, I'm coming. Yeah, well, all I all I can say all I can say to you is that uh, from from the point of view of ABS and EBS and everything like that, I've driven trucks with it, trucks without it, and so what? Yeah, you, know, you know, I've, what, ne- what, I've never had a real drama with ABS. Or what anything. about if Andrew can prove that the setup can stop within a certain time? Why can't he have that permit well, still? Well, the the point of it is then you've got to you, you set up. Individual situations, and you've got to understand that when we when we have a set of laws that are in place, whether we agree with them or not, they've got to be able to be enforced fairly. Christ knows the NHBR guys and the coppers are having enough trouble um, enforcing a set of uniform laws now. Yeah. As soon as you start, well, as soon as you well, start we don't going, have uniform laws. Well, we don't. Well, I think, as, as, yeah. Well, I think one of the big reasons is that, that this has all come in is to. Um, and yeah, I don't want to offend anyone here, but I think it's coming to um, well, go your hardest, no, mate. I don't worry about looking, that. Looking after the dummies that are actually driving some of these trucks these days. Well, I've not had a drama in thirty-six years of locking up brakes. I never have. Hmm. No, and, no, and I watched no, some of these something... drivers come into town, and they come yep. in at hundred k an hour, and within two seconds they're doing forty. Hmm. I, I don't do that. They're... I I I drive accordingly, and I always yep. have. Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, we're in a different world. I can though. tell you right. I can tell you right now. I get 1.3 million kilometres out of my trailer brake. I get one million kilometres out of my drive brakes on my prime mover. Right. So that's that's what I'm telling you. Like 
I, I don't think I'm an idiot. I'm not saying I'm the sharpest. I'm, I'm not saying uh, I'm not, I'm not I'm saying, saying you're an idiot, I, I, Andrew. I, I, no, 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 I know you're not. But I don't think I should be penalised that I can't tow my road train to Ballarat safely yep. when I know I can. I, for crying out loud, I've just come from Perth. I've crossed the whole country and I don't need it. But all of a sudden, for that last 400 k's, I need it. Yeah, that's, that's a raw thing. And this, is, this is another thing with the NHVR. They are so bloody inconsistent with their rules across this country. There's not one state the same. And it's crap. And that, that, is, that is crap. The same actually, as the South Australian thing with the mirrors. Yeah. That's crap. That's like still coming down heading. to every state. If we could actually get a federal... Um, Jurisdiction would be right. This is the problem well, dealing with each state. Right. How, how can I do 3,200k safe, get, like, tick all the boxes, and then the last 400k's, I oh, know mm. you haven't paid the $12,000, you can't come here. Mm. That's bullshit. Yeah. What's our, what's our weight difference between the states, Andrew? Like, oh, no, well, you've got a spread price, so you can go 27, but. Yeah, well, well I, I with the. With the road train, I don't think the state rules are too different with uh, like your gross combination, but I, I don't know. I don't know whether they gained any. I don't know whether they gained anything, but I know Victoria are looking at the same rule as I think they're looking at the same rule as New South Wales with extra mass loading. They're trying to, or they're trying to push. I read read something there the other day that they want us to start having tracking in the truck for extra mass. Well, New South Wales did that. Mm. And I just don't understand why we can travel all around Australia, but in that state you've got to be tracked. Mm-hmm. To, to do well, I, I just, I've just had a text message from someone who should remain nameless, and he <laughs> reckons Andrew should get an exemption because the government's got an exemption from common sense. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> when, did that, when, when did that come in? <laughs> when, uh, how do we get that permit? <laughs> Well, whoever sent that, they must be paying for their own coffee. They're not getting a free one. <laughs> <laughs> the, bloke that, the bloke that sent that's been paying for coffee for himself for quite some time. <laughs> 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 I, I, don't, I don't think in the whole time he's ever been representing or talking about it. This year. I think he might he might have had a cup of coffee more for him once, I think. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think I think that whole that whole thing needs such a big overhaul. It you know, does, on mate. the it, different it's states, and and if if only they could manage to either take this responsibility off the states, which which is the problem. Not it's not necessarily the NHVR. It's it's the states that, even though that uh, NHVR may have enforcement rights. The, the states have still got control as road managers and that's what's seeing the, the issues with um, whether you need mirrors, bolt-on mirrors or, you know, you go over the Victorian border and the next thing, you, you know, half a tonne difference in gross weight or, you know, the, the whole permit system on for previous vehicles and what you need and what you don't need can even come down to what your engineer says, not particularly what the NHVR says. Well, that, that's... that's- Right, and, and and the two of them are not talking to each other. Yeah, you know, but pretty clear. Th- there's you but, know the word cluster, and it comes with something else. That's what the system is. <laughs> it, and if you, hey, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get add something to that cluster. Yeah, 
but but you, yeah. But it's not only that. Like the, even the enforcement officers, whether they're TMR, NHVR, whatever they are, they're not even understanding their own rules or the rules set by somebody else. So if you've got a permit and the permit says, you know, you can go from A to B and you follow this route and that's where you go. It, there's no discretion anywhere in it. That's so. If you've got an enforcement officer saying, "Oh, I'm not sure whether you can be here," well, it's not. It's not up to them to be sure or unsure. Or it's not. It's not a grey area. You've applied for a permit. You've done all the right things, and you can do that. And and yet we still face that after we've jumped through every hoop. Um, yeah, it's it's well, unbelievable that we have enforcement officers that still think that it's up to them to decide where you can be. So I'll, I'll, I'll pose a question about the that that comes into that low-hanging fruit as drivers. Mm-hmm. We cop the low-hanging fruit. Yep. Do enforcement officers grab the low-hanging fruit as well? They do. It's They do. They, if they can get a buck, they will. Yeah. And, and yeah, but it's an easy buck. Like, I've got a tail light. One, one of me four tail lights is out. He's had a yeah, yeah, you're bugger, you're bugger. You get the wrong bloke, he's going to know you. He's going to defect you. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, it's a low-hanging fruit, especially now that you just said you know you got it. Mm. I, I see one of the biggest problems when they have these. Your brother's an auto I just had a text message that says National Uniformity was in the log of claims in 1979. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we can talk. You can talk about this tonight. It's even the permits. Like oh, yeah. ago, we would get we would get state <laughs> permits in twenty in within twenty four hours, and and now you apply for a permit, especially anything that's over height. Mm. Yeah. You'd be you'd be oh, waiting for two or three weeks. It's yeah. just terrible over height. Yeah, permit. we we can Absolutely. talk about it tonight. It's not a, yeah, it's just shocking. yeah. You, you got to put a height permit in Western Australia from the border to Northern when there's no power line. No power lines out there. So yeah. For 700 k's, yet you must have a height permit on that road. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. I thought that was just—I thought that was just gazetted. Now, if you go over 4.3, you've got to have a horizon power permit on that road, and there's no power lines on that road. And, and okay, oh, I, was saying, I thought that was, I thought that was just gazetted. No. No, no, no. Five permits in West no. Australia are, are the biggest rot going around. Absolute rot. Right, eh? Yeah, WA is different to the East. We, WA, we have a RAV, which is your, your permit. could be oversize, over mass or road train, which is your RAV. And then soon yeah. you can go over height, then you're going to go and pay some more money so you can get over height. So you, you, when you're running over there, Mike, were your trailers 4.6? My trailers? No, 4.3. Yeah, well, so you see the 4.6 port line is running out there. They're supposed to have a high permit. Yeah, right. Yep. Even though they're right to go across Australia, they're yeah. supposed to have a Western Power Horizon Power Permit with them. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah, I think the only people get away with it are the uh, stock carters. Yeah, they're stock supposed carters. to have a state they're, permit. Well, yeah. yeah, well, they're another league of their own. They're, they're different to us, so... Apparently, yeah. anyway. Yeah, well, we won't we won't start to. I, I know nothing about stock crates, so I'm not no, even going to get into no, that. Don't, don't even get to go. Oh, so, no. yeah. can I ask you a question, Andrew? 
Yeah, mate. Yeah. Is, there, is there anything in trucking you are happy with? Yeah, I, am, I, I, asked, I, you, I, I asked you this I, the other day. Why do you do what you do, Andrew? You're away. Well, I was going there before with you. You're away nearly 300 nights a year. Well, mm-hmm. I this is all I've ever done. I left. I left. I got asked to leave school at a very young age, and I actually went to Kenworth Trucks and worked there in Adelaide for um, Michael Crawford. Right. Um, for for a short stint, um, which was good. Uh, obviously, I couldn't drive because I was way way too young then. Um, and then I sort of got uh, taken under the wing of a good friend of the family and done quite a few kilometres with him and uh, on and off went with a lot of my dad's drivers school holidays and stuff like that and then with dad for a while and eventually got the, got the licence and and then away I went um, but this is all I ever wanted to do from, from a kid with a drive truck right. and I think uh, <laughs> as corny as this may sound uh, truck driving your own truck is, is probably the worst love affair anyone could ever have in their life because no matter <laughs> if you want to get out, the truck is never ever going to let you get out. Because when right. I, I just feel when you've got that, when you've got that, and you've got this, and it's taken me a long time to get to where I am. You, when you're driving something like this, and even when you stop at roadhouses and tourists talk to you about your truck and where you're from and where you're going and about the freight you got on, you, you just feel like a really needed person and, and you, you're 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Like you walk away feeling really good about yourself until you get pulled up by the NHBR. Hmm. But I, I just, this is just something that you, if you're really devoted to it, you're going to stick with it. This is not a job, it's, it's not a textbook job, it's not something you can be taught at uni. This, this is a lifestyle and that's yeah. what it is, a lifestyle. It's not. A, I don't look at this as a job. Some of my trips, I might go away. I could be away for a week, and then there's other times I could go away. I'm away for three, four weeks. But I know when I get home as an owner driver, if I've done that, I'm going home for a week or two. Yeah. I know a lot of drivers don't have that luxury, which which is sad. But that that's how I look at it. And like I said, it might might sound a little bit silly or whatever, but. That's how I look at it. This is the worst love affair anyone could ever have in their life because once you're in, you're never getting out. Anyway, I got out. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah, still I'm... in. You're not out. You're not oh, out. Yeah, you're not you're out. Not even you're close in, to you're still out. in touch. You're yeah, still out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, what I meant to say is I got out from the owner driver bit. That's, that's, that's yeah, well, we'd all go yeah. through that. Yeah. I, I, I. I don't look at retiring. Um, yeah, do you know, do you know so I'll, I'll cut you off then, Andrew. Do you know, the good thing about Andrew, uh, and, and uh, this is not a secret because we started the radio with the, how many wives we've had, but, but Andrew has got a very good, strong relationship at home, like very strong family. And same with men. Like, it's great at home. It's no dramas at home. The job is the job. The work is the work. You get it done. So our... We're both very lucky with who we've got behind. Oh, yeah, no, we're very lucky. No, and, and I, I do, yeah. Without without my wife Joanne at, at home, if she wasn't there and doing what she does, I couldn't do what I'm doing. Yeah, well, that's that's it's, the way of it, isn't it? We've all got yeah. strong women behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now. Back in the day, 
Might you know who you got out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all I can all I can say is all I can yeah, say yeah. there. All I can say there is that you know you live and learn, don't you? Yeah, so, I know. So, yeah, but I, I can also I say... Uh, I still can't believe she sold my favourite tractor, which is old at But anyway, that's the <laughs> I, I, I can also... Um, that's all I can say. Yeah, like, I, I did have a lot, a couple of good jobs before ever becoming an owner-driver. Got a, yeah. Ian Marshall in Sydney, he was... that was I was virtually an owner-driver with him in his truck. That was... That was really good. You yeah, had a really good pedigree going into it, didn't you? Yeah, you know, just, sort just of and, and and I was lucky. I I grew up like my dad was fantastic, and and what he taught me, and I was so lucky to have that. Like he did it pretty hard, and uh, and some of his mates that I went with as a kid, like I am today, because of what those fellas taught me. But, mm. uh, I I drove for John Collins for a small stint there. Um, you, survived, you survived that, obviously. And I, I'll tell you, worked for the Collins family is one of the best jobs I ever had. Uh, is it really? Um, yeah, really. No, that, that was that. Was, tell, no, me that was tell me about the pen. Tell me about the pen. Tell me about the pen. As hard as it, it, it was sometimes, and and uh, yeah, they wanted their the pound of flesh, but everything. Only a pound. Only a pound. You, you got away already giving them a pound, did you? <laughs> No, no, the the the, the trucks were great. The, everything was great. It was all all spot on. And and John John is a top bloke, and he taught me a lot. Well, he taught me yeah quite a few things. And I, one of the things he did teach me was looking smart on the job is being smart on the job. Which mm. brings me to another mate in WA. He sort of hangs a shit bit of shit on me because he thinks this is the only K two hundred that come out the factory with an ironing board built in it. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind my. Uh, I like my clothes to be on and looking nice. So, whereas RJ, my mate RJ, he gets out the truck with a t-shirt on, a pair of uh, rugby shorts on. Mate, I don't know if he's just got out of bed or whether he's going to the Mardi Gras or something. But he gets around rugby shorts and shit on, and he looks yeah. at me and he goes, "Is that the only K two hundred that come out the factory with an ironing board?" So RJ. Up you. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, another, another good company I did drive for for a little while uh, was Cleveland Freightline. Yeah, uh, right, Frank, eh? Lindsay, Frank Lindsay, he was fantastic and uh, very old school, very old school trucks. And his attitude was, you look after my truck and I will look after you. And he was a really, he was a top bloke and a top company to work for. He had some pretty, uh, had some pretty flash, he had some pretty flash, pretty quick bangers back in the day. Uh, uh, we were only talking about it yesterday, and I can yeah. remember when I worked at Kenworth Trucks in Adelaide, and I think back then Frank would have had probably the best looking trucks on the road, like the sign writing, the paint job, the chrome. That that was just years before its time, but he had it yeah. all, and um, those those trucks they were just. I remember looking at them as a teenager and. Thinking, wow! Wouldn't I don't think he ever had any trouble that. getting drivers either, did he? No, well, he, you sort of had to. You had to know Collins and Cleveland were very much the same. You had to, you had to know someone to get in the door. Someone had to vouch for you to get you in that door for an interview. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. If you didn't know anyone, you weren't even. You weren't going there. 
Cleveland's have still got long-term drivers, haven't they? They've still got no, drivers. No, no, Cleveland, no, Cleveland's are finished Cleveland's now. Cleveland's not exist anymore, but they're top yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. They're done, you know. Oh, yeah, Frank... Um, yeah. Shut the doors, yeah. But well, he shut the doors and... He's pushing he up days now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, That's Frank. Right. He was, yeah, a good bloke, so... Yeah, so... Well, they, uh, had, they had long-term drivers still, didn't they? He did. Well, they did. The, the guys that stayed there, that were there, they stayed there, and I think it was because they were respected. And yeah, you just you did the job, and like I said, they were they were all old school drivers, and that's well, that's they, were, they, they, were, they were they were given well maintained. They were good probably the best. Operate well, I know when I was there, they were. I would say they were the best well maintained old trucks on the road. Hmm. I, I was there, I was in a cab over there, that's what I drove, it was one of the cab overs, and I come back one trip and said, the door, I'm having a bit of drama shutting that door, you've got to slam hell out of it, and I come back two days later, mm. they got the, the gear stick tower out of it, the clutch out of it, the door off of it, the floor out of it, all the front of the truck's unriveted, and I said, what are you doing in the truck? And they said, we're going to rebuild it. They said, the problem with the, the clutch pedal in the door not shutting, was the front of the cab was moving in and out every time you shut, you put your foot on the clutch. So I thought, yeah, right, just okay, let's just do that. Let's just rebuild it, okay. And then when I got yeah. back in it a week later, I couldn't shut the door because the the door pressurised the cab that much. I shut the door. It, it was like it was like. It, it was like a brand new bloody. Like this is a truck that's probably done two million k's, and you yeah. go to shut the door and you couldn't shut it because the, it, the cab was like brand new again. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. Wind the window down. Wind the window down to shut the door. Like like so you do in most Ken roofs. Yeah, every Ken yeah. roof you got to yeah. wind the window down to shut the door. Yeah. So we were talking and, uh, there was, over the fire the other night. You were talking about Collins's and that, and you had a pen in your top pocket. Now why have you got uh, a pen I, in your top pocket? I, uh, no, no, John asked me one day, he said, you got a pen on you? And I said, oh, no, I don't. And he said, you're useless to me without a pen. You might as well go home. He said, a pen and a belt are the two things I expect out of you. He said, if your pen pens don't stay up or you can't sign some paperwork, you're no good. So, yeah. That was his Darn. two big things, like being dressed for So right you've and... still got a belt. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well. yeah. <laughs> I've got a belt, yeah. No, I was there. Yeah, the, yeah, the Collins pen, the Collins watch, the Collins hat, and yeah, they used to supply your jeans and, um, yeah, everything. I learned that with my dad. I watched him always had a press shirt. And we, we had a beer last night with a bloke that had the same press shirt as my dad. He used to wear it on me. And, oh, man, he's still going. Mick, Mick had the same press blue shirt. I do have to give you one thing, actually, Yagi. You are pretty hot on the shirts. We've like, got a lot of the shirts. You've got like, to present well. I love the way that, you know, you go to your customer that's got a green tractor, for example, and you've got the green shirt on. Yeah, you've got I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So you think I'm good? Wait till you meet Andrew and see me. <laughs> we walked out of the pub and he had some kind of work right shirt on that was a flexi shirt. He said, right. check this out. And I'm going, man, that is really cool. Well, yeah, literally before we're going out, of, walking out of the pub, having a shower, he's shaven, he's clean shaven, some pressed black wine shirt on that he bought at some pub in Kalgoorlie. And he looked right. a million dollars. 
Yeah. To go on the radio, yeah. and no one can see. Yeah, and, and yeah, and that's what John used to say. Looking smart on the job, he's being smart on the job, and I never forget that. <laughs> Remember that, ladies and gentlemen, on the road radio for the Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we a complete slob now. We, what are you yeah, we don't. Yeah, he's he's probably be. sitting there in his underwear. Yeah. We no, don't I'm all not. need to wear rugby shorts. We don't all need I've to got, wear rugby shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, we're going to go into what we're wearing. I've got my nine a mockos on. <laughs> I've, got, oh, I've got a pair of track pants and uh, and, and an, an on the road radio shirt on. There you yeah, go. You might want to get. You might want to go and tell the erector. You might not lose your job. You might get pumped next week and hear Yes, yes, Mum. I was getting that. Dad used to brush his hair and put the deodorant on every time he got out of the truck, so we could go to a customer with a fresh shirt, airbrush, and deodorant on. Mm. Oh yeah, what I remember is this. I had the beautiful car. No, my bloody car is sitting. My car hasn't moved for ages, mate. Rose moved it the yeah, other my, day. My dad used to look at some fellas that like he'd say when they come for a job interview, if that car's not clean, he don't get a job. Mm. Yeah. Really? Yep. If you, you've got no respect yep. for yourself and your own gear, you're not going to look after my gear. Yep. See you later, Mark. Stop that little. And Ken, do you still wear press shirts even though he's down at the over 55 at the time at Philly's or wherever he's living now? Uh, Kenny, yeah, no, he, yeah, he, well, Ken. he doesn't own the retirement village, but I think he does. He's down there, <laughs> and, uh, and he, he tells them where they can park and where they can plant. Uh, plant he's the manager, and, isn't he? Oh, he's the only one. Of the no, 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 no. Yeah. He is the president, mate. He's the only one that's got the keys to the barbecue. <laughs> he's, he is it. Oh, he's <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh, he's great. Oh, I just love, I love, I love the association with you. And, and I know I've been putting it up on Truck of Life a little bit. We've had a couple of coffees with you and Brecky and that. For you and your brother and your old man, I love the association that we've got with you. And it's yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. We've had a ball. It is good. Yeah, yeah. We might have a quick, uh, quick tune, eh? And we'll be, we'll be back. We'll uh, refresh some glasses here and whatever. Andrew's only caught of the way through his list. Is he? Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll get, I'll, we'll I'll get to the I rest am, of it. Hey, I've got eggs more to whinge about yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only just getting wound up. Hang on, yeah. I'll get another beer out. Oh, no. well, we'll be back in a moment. Bit of, bit of uh, noise works here, eh? Bit of hot, hot, hot chilly Why woman.
We're back. That was close, <laughs> wasn't it, eh? Are we back? Are we oh, we're there? back. Yeah, we're talking we too are, much off air. Here. We just. We are never going to sound like a professional radio station. We're back. And then we've got the tech guy yelling at us, shut up. Oh, shut up. I had absolutely shut up. I'm not taking the blame for any of this. This time, this time. Saturday night live. Is anybody ringing in, or anybody want? Does anybody want to ask Andrew a question? I've got the phone number in front of me. What's the phone number? Oh four nine one eight two five six double three. You got to if you're if you're brave enough. If you want a real live independent owner operator with a world of experience doing his own thing, you want to know something? (laughs) <laughs> so, so should should I should I go back to what I was just talking about? What overtaking oh. props in the bog? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We, 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 hey, 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 hey. We know uh, we should, probably shouldn't go back there. No, he, he might. You said it. You said it. You said it. No, no, about the drivers. I, I, I I just say I really, I really feel for some of the drivers that are out there these days, and like I was just saying, they they they've come out of town, they've just started work, and they they're going anywhere in Australia, mm. and you're in, I'm in here, air conditioning going, and and they don't have one because they're helping old mate out because he can't afford to fix his air conditioner, mm. or or, yeah. or in the winter they're, they're freezing their nuts off driving that thing. And you go, mate, why don't you have heaters? And he goes, oh, the heater box shit itself last year, and he, he, he's doing it a bit rough. So, But I look at those drivers and I think, why are you doing that? You shouldn't have even left town. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you yeah. just your ass out for the next seven days because someone, I bet I know a bloke sitting in his house with his air conditioner down. I know a bloke who I used to run two up with. Now, he is probably... Uh, one of the better operators that I know within the industry personally. And he has been working for the same company for a long, long time. The the truck he's driving now is an absolute piece of shit and I wouldn't take it down the road. And you know why he stays? Because he'd have trouble passing a medical to get another job. In fact, he's applied for a couple of other jobs and he had some back surgery and now he can't pass a friggin' medical, and he would go somewhere else, except he's like a lot of blokes our age. He he hasn't quite yet reached his use-by date. He doesn't have enough behind him to stop work. He can't stop no. work, and he can't change jobs because of the bloody rules, the way things are now. And, and in my opinion, if I had a truck, if I owned a truck, I'd be quite happy to have him steering it because I've, I've worked with the guy... Closely, he's been a mate of mine for a long, long, long time, and yeah. he, the, the fact the fact that he's had some back surgery um, shouldn't preclude him from from doing the job. And because he can't get that medical, that means that there are people now that won't employ him, and he's probably one of the better operators on the road. Mm. Yeah. yeah, dead right. Yeah, no, the old medicals there are a bit to be uh, desired. I think. Um, mm. I'm a diabetic. I've got to have a, a medical every year. Uh, GP specialist. Let me talk, let me, me let me tell you about let me tell you about medicals in Western Australia. I was all lined up to go for a job to work at Centurion, 
I'd been I'd been there and done all the bloody interviews and everything. Yep, yep, we'll, we'll get you started going to the medical. So I went to uh, what do they call themselves, Sonar Sonic or whatever it bloody is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I went I went and had a medical. And the bloody physiotherapist that did the movement part was an arrogant young twenty two, twenty three year old prick. And he treated me like an asshole. And because I barked at him and told him he was, you know, he was making me try, he was trying to make me do things that were totally unnecessary. He failed me. Yeah. Right. And I didn't get the med, I didn't pass the medical, so therefore I didn't get the job to start at Centurion. Two days later, when I went to do the medical for Campbell's, I went to the same place, exactly the same place. Got a different physio for the medical and passed. Yeah. Right, and I made a complaint about that. Yeah, no, it's wrong, and, and I'm, I'm and, the same. And, like and this you. is the sort of crap that happens. Yeah, well, you, you being a diabetic, you go and you, you see your GP, and and they say, oh, your numbers are up. You know, if they get that high, we're going to take your license off you. And I think, yeah, well, yeah. take my license off me, I might as well go and shoot myself because this shit doesn't well, yeah. pay for itself. And and they you're just don't realise. Uh, I, I suffer with a bit of anxiety, so for the next month, you you're that wound up and worried. If I don't get this shit down, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, I mean, and they don't understand that, and then you see your specialist, and no, no, everything's going right. You continue on doing what you're doing, and and then I look at someone that weighs 130 kilos and needs a ladder, and I have seen mm. it with my own eyes. They have got mm. a ladder. They lift mm. themselves into the truck and then lift the ladder up and put it on their bed, and I think mm. I can't do that, but you can do that. Mm. Like, yeah. aren't you a heart attack going somewhere to happen? Well, there are a number of. This is a, this is this. Is, we won't talk about medicals for a bit. The whole this whole medical thing is a complete bloody uh, just a waste of time. I mean, you've got medical annual medical for your safe to drive for your BFM. If you've got a dangerous goods license, you've got to have a medical for that. If you're over fifty in New South Wales, you've got to have an annual medical anyway. Try yeah. and line these things up if you can. Good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, good and, luck. And, yeah, have two weeks. And, and every time, every time you go and have a medical, it costs you a couple of hundred dollars. Yep, um, which you can't, for, right? For, yeah, that's right. So for me, I've got to go and have a cardiologist one because I've had a, had a heart attack. Well, and uh, Yogi doesn't have a heart, so he don't, they wouldn't even be looking for that. No, 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 he's got one. <laughs> Yogi, Yogi's got a heart. It's just small and black. Yeah. <laughs> no, only pumps, only pumps when it needs it. That's right. Only yeah. pumps when it needs it. Yeah, just the back half. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the point of it is that this whole medi- the whole medical thing, that, that what happens now is if you're a driver and you're out there, and I can speak about this from personal experience, uh, I've actually got half an idea of what it, what the symptoms are for a heart attack because, you know, I've previously haven't always yeah, been right. a truck driver. Well, I've, had, I've actually had two. But yeah. you know, I'm 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 up at I'm up in far north Queensland. I'm a couple of thousand kilometres away from the nearest, you know, depot. I'm worried about what's going on up there. It's been it was a been a stinking hot day. I'd been out unloading uh, a chemical at a at a place up there, and uh, I started to feel a bit ordinary. I gave myself a little bit of a sniff of the chemical. That made me feel a little bit unwell in the first place. And I didn't know whether it was that or whether it was something else. And I come back to just north of the Burdekin Bridge there at, at, at Air, 
um, where the you know, where the park and bay is on the left hand side, where the wide load stop. Yep. yep. And I've, I've wheeled in there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm actually thinking about it, and I can feel the pain in the chest, and I'm thinking to myself, if I ring an ambulance now, this is going to be bigger than being hurt. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and I was like, you're going to feel like what you today after having a dim sim. Yeah. So, and I mean, you're arguing the point with yourself about whether it's just indigestion, whether it's a chest pain, or whether it's the, the little bit of the sniff of the buddy, the, the chemical that I got, whether that whether that's what is in the finish. In the finish, I decided to have a buddy call the ambulance. But when the ambulance come, they parked across the road because it was a chemical tanker. They were scared that I might be having a chemical leak. So I had to ring them up and tell I had to ring up the, the ambulance people and tell them that everything was all safe, it was fine. You know, so they came over in the finish and they put me on the monitor. And yes, I am actually having a heart attack. Thanks very much. And I ended up I ended up going to Townsville and putting a couple of stents in. Now the boss had to fly someone up there to get the truck. You know, and thanks to him, you know, everything was sorted out. And you know. They helped me. They helped me get back, get my license back, and all the rest of it. Jump through all the hoops that I needed to jump through. I was lucky. Uh, there are some blokes who would cut you loose when that happened. Well, yeah, so, some, yeah. They just they don't have that help from from their boss to yeah. to do that. Some blokes are just told, "Well, that yeah, sounds like a problem to me, mate. Get yourself home, yeah. and uh, all the best for the future. See you later. We'll fly someone yeah. up to get the truck, and um, you're done. That's the end of your yeah. career." Yeah. So, you know, the, the reality of it is, is we've got blokes out there now that are doing these sort of things. I'm talking about getting medicals or not getting seen. There, there'd be guys out there who, if they went to the doctor and had their sleep apnea dealt with, would have a much better lifestyle. But they don't do it because they're worried about what will happen when they do. There are guys out there that are diabetics that are the same. Yeah, they, they, they don't know. want to go to their doctor and say, this is happening because... Yeah. They're, they're worried that the doctor's going to say you're done. Yeah. You can't drive. I'm yeah, going to take your license off to you to you sort it out, which might be yeah. six months. Don't ask a question you don't want to know the answer to. Dead right. Carry that, on. That's what that's what it comes down to. There are people out there now. We had a, a young so, fellow that he was having trouble getting his BFM because of uh, of some supposed condition that he had that's got to be signed off. Yeah. It's absolute. It's absolute crap. It's become that hard that made it that hard for people to actually do the job. If we made it easier for the drivers that had their, if they had their health issues, Christ, you're an interstate driver. Try, imagine trying to go to a dentist, for example. You know, you can't plan any of this sort of shit. You no, can't, you can't, so, you, know, you, can't you, you can't make an appointment for four weeks down the track because you simply don't know where you're going to no. be in four weeks. But even just half the, the normal people, car licenses, if some of yeah. them had to go for a medical once a year, they yeah. wouldn't have a car license. Yeah. It'd push down the used car market, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. it, it would, but because we're uh, big and nasty and we're driving this big hunk of metal down the road, oh, geez, you can't have that. You can't be doing yeah. that. No yeah. way in the world. But, um, yeah, we'll put uh, extension mirrors on your truck so you take your eyes off the road. Yeah. <laughs> And take your sand machine. And take your sand machine. Burn your retinas out. Hey, well, you yeah. do. You do. Like I said, you've got to take your eyes off the road for three seconds and look in that mirror. But you want to know what the, you know what the worst right. part about you want to know what the worst part about those sand machines is now? <laughs> do they have them? 
you can be you, well, you'll be driving along, right? And you look in the mirror and you see this really sexy bird coming through the windscreen in, in the mirror, and you can't look down. You can't look down for long enough. You can't look down for long enough to have a look as she drives past. And you can't are, you having, are, you, are you having a go at me, Andrew? No, I go in front no, of no, you no, no, I'm not. You're having a go, you're having a go, son. I let, I, <laughs> I, I let you, I let you out in front for a small stint. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I did, um, and I felt like I was part of the big trucker team. I felt no, like no, I was part of the big crew. I've got to ask you. I've got to ask you a trucking question. Let's get back into the trucking questions for a second. Just saying, uh, they, they knew you back. You back. You were behind me at the border today, and you backed back. You went around me today. Stop well, you me. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to know is how two four loads are overtaking each other. What are you doing out there? Oh no! Oh no! Some some loose lips sink ships. Yeah, that's right. Loose lips sink ships. No, I think I think he might have had a bit of a. He had a slight mechanical malfunction, which was going to stop him from proceeding going forward so <laughs> I only had one old, one thing to do and that was go around him I needed a week uh, fair enough uh, so that to stop the back teeth from blowing <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now going, Andrew, Andrew do you remember going across the paddy uh, a dirty great big silver super liner telling a triple a B triple. Fridge fan. Fridge fan. Oh, yes, I do. Yes. And I tell you, the bloke that, the gentleman that owned that truck, he is just, he is a lovely person. He is really <laughs> nice. And yeah, no, he, I tell you what, it, it was a very, it was a very sad day to see him hang up the boots. It was. And I reckon he even had a tear in his eye himself. Because yeah. when he actually said to me what what had happened and what was going on, I thought, geez, you're taking that well. Like, I, I would not leave the building without kicking and screaming. I actually probably would yeah. have kept doing it with no licence. But yeah, um, well, yeah. he's a top bloke. He's an absolute scholar. He, yeah. Well, I know exactly funny, who you're talking about. It's funny, you know, because when Rose and I were whipping across there in the, in the back cab, we used to pull up at Cameron and we used to park along along the trees at the back there. Um, at the back, the back side of the pad there, at the Cameron Roadhouse, and yeah, to let yeah. the dog, to let the dog out and have a run around, because our little dog used to go with us, right? Yeah. And uh, and you'd often, I'd often see that Superliner sitting there with the three trailers on it, and I'd think to myself, gee, that's a big truck to be, you know, like that is a. And I often wondered to myself if it was over length. I never ever bothered measuring it because I thought well, I might get caught measuring and I'd be in trouble. Uh, but <clears throat> but I, I don't know. I'll have to ask him if I if I run into him down the track. I'll have to ask him if he's or not. It wouldn't matter now. Hey, but, and, and it was all it was always neat as a pin. It was always fairly all, tidy. I remember that. Always yeah. very tidy. Yeah, no, that was. Yeah. But no, yeah. I I don't know. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if you'd ever admit to it being over length, but uh, I don't know. I know I'm, I'm, fairly, I'm fairly. I'm fairly. I was over length with one trailer everywhere I went. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, well, that, that, that was, was a large car. That was just a 45-foot trailer, car. but um, I just spent spent too many days sitting in parking days waiting, waiting for scalies and coppers to go away so I could uh, continue on with what I had to do. But, um, 
Oh, yeah, in you, the you end, in the end, it, it it done its time. It done uh, 1.3 million. It was uh, either keep that or go to something else. And I thought, no, well, I probably should get my act together and do this right. And do you want to you want to talk about the story why you bought that or not really? Uh no, we probably can talk about that. Yeah, so I bought that uh, Mac with uh, the old man had always kept, had Kenworth trucks. And uh, we well, had. Bought a mate, our... You bought a mate just to piss him off, did you? No, no, I didn't. No, I was a bit wild myself when I bought the Mac. Um, oh, right, eh? We, we'd already had our first uh, second hand truck that we started off with, a cab over Kenworth, um, mm. which we, we had a lot of trouble with that. Um, uh, we bought that truck in Sydney, and I drove that truck home bobtail, and it shit itself in the driveway. and uh, that oh, it sat, a it sat a caterpillar in Adelaide for the next ten weeks. Uh, they, they, they couldn't they couldn't find a camshaft for the fuel pump anywhere in the world. Right. So, as uh, a brand new owner driver, here I am driving someone else's truck, trying to pay for a truck and a car and a house and send kids to school. Um, didn't go to sleep for a long time. I can tell you that. That'd be a challenge. Um, and anyway, we got through that. We we done a few years with that truck. Um, and got back on track and everything, and I went to buy a, a brand new truck, wanting a Kenworth, which was 904 at the time. And I was told by the salesman, "Well, you've missed the missed the boat for the year because um, the factory will be shut. You won't get one, but we we do have one here. But there's bigger and more important customers than you. Oh yeah, first yeah. Chance, we have first chance yeah. at that truck." So we left Adelaide, and on the way out, we pulled into. I said, "Right, we'll go in here to Mac. We'll have a look there." And anyway, Mac had this. They had this super liner in there, and we had a look at that. And I said, "Yep, I'll have one of them, but alloy wheels, alloy tanks, and all that. The one that was there was triple spec dirt runner, yeah, and a sixty-four inch bunk and Gen two and all that sort of stuff." So. Uh, Mac, Mac come to home and Cummins come to home on the day. We never had to travel back to Adelaide. We, we live 130k out of Adelaide and they rocked up and done, done the deal at home and it, it, everything went forward and that truck was probably one of the nicest trucks we've ever had. It, like I said earlier on, it, it, it rode like an LTD and just had a mammoth room in that bunk and, and the Gen mm. 2 that was just bulletproof. Um, it, it was a, yeah, a, very slippery truck. It was. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I was very lucky to do it. Uh, I answered the phone one day to you. You rang me up. I said, "What are you doing? Not much. You want to go to Alice Springs? Let's do our shot. No drama." Oh, I remember yeah, I that. Do remember that. I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah, cow that yeah. you nearly hit. That was the size of an elephant. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. And the fact that that had to be at that point just talk about the length. I mean, which is frustrating because you had a forty-five foot pole. Right, you had a beautiful big truck with a big bunk, and you're in the truck all year, right? You had a Texas bumper on it at one point, didn't you? And I think you had it at that point. I did. Let me stop you there. Let me stop you there. I had that Texas bumper on that truck because at that point in time, I don't think the NHBR had come into action trying to ruin the world, but the state governments were trying to nail me because I was 20 metres long with a single trailer. So to take my safety away... To take my safety away, I took the bolt with the ball bar off, put the bumper off, moved the turntable forward. It just ruined everything, yeah. all because I was a little bit too long for that single combination. Like twenty. So I, I, you put you put me in the seat at 
oh, cool guardy or something, we turned right and you went to bed and I jumped in there. And then I'm poking along in this shit too and I'm thinking, and, and literally poking along, doing 80 kilometres an hour. And then at that point, one of bunkers come around me and you poke your head out of the bunker and don't let that happen again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. I, I, I said you were going to give this. 13 years ago, 14 years ago. Yeah. You, that you're going to give again, this truck a bad name. Out. Yeah, don't yeah, do that. Don't let that happen again. Get into it. Okay, boss. So then we got that one freezing up. Oh, what a trip that was. Oh, what a trip. So, that yeah. was a good Unloaded two yeah. tonne of, dr- of drill rod or something we took out there, wasn't it? Or yeah, that was right the suitcase full. <laughs> yeah, it ended up at some pub talking French to some French, French backpackers and thought I was pretty cool yeah. when I said probably more Hey, 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 hey don't, be, don't be saying that. Joe's probably listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when, when, when they're serving at the bar, like, what are you? She was a French lady, and I'm like, oh, get out. I speak French. I said, probably more Francais. I know I mean. Yeah, he does, yeah. Probably more Francais. I've asked so many previous And now that's about all I know French. He said that he spent. Uh, spoke French and I said to him, what, what can you say? And he said, he looked at me and said, yeah, play. And that was it. Lucky enough to drive that and lucky enough to be told off and uh, lucky enough to actually get half my bunkers out there. Don't do it again. Don't do that again. You've just got a name out here and you've just ruined it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, yeah, no, she, she was a pretty uh, good wagon. That one, yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, Have you thought about buying it back? Well, the the fella that's got it, he he rang me the other week and sort of asked if I'd like to buy it back. It's done, uh, I think it's done one point nine million now, and it's still never had the head off it or the sump off it. The diffs have never been done. Gearbox never touched. I put a clutch in it when I sold it to him at 1.3. Right. Uh, you're you're, said, a, yeah, you're said, a big fan of Maury's, aren't you? Like, yeah, I always ran Maury's. Every, every service, five litres of Maury's yeah. goes in the motor. Uh, five litres gearbox, five litres in each diff. Um, always done that. Um, and that motor... Gen 2 is obviously, yeah, it's, he's just continued on with exactly what I did ever since he's had it. And um, his, his health is not holding up and it's time to sell the truck. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to have the truck back, but the, the truck would be just sitting in the shed as a show truck and that's not my time of life just yet. So I, I would want to rebuild it and put it to work and, and the truck was just too long with a 45-foot trailer and... Obviously, the uh, NHBR are not not going to move don't, on their length. Don't, don't, the don't bring it in the south. Don't bring it in the south. No, 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 no. Big picture. If you paid road train rent, you can run twenty metres. That's dead right. Oh, that's where I was going to go with this. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Now you've started. 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 Now you've you have started now 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 you have started but when they Probably know that they can make some money, when they, when they, oh, I don't know who it is, but I'll tell you, it grinds my I gears, mean, mate. It's just yeah. wrong. <laughs> like, they want, they want to rip that money out of you so they can say, there you go, mate. You can drive down the road with your big truck. Instead of driving a shoebox, 
we'll put you in that, and it's um, it's just not right. Uh, what, I think what's the difference in be... the registration? Well, well, well you, 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 your road train range, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty high price just to have a twenty metre permit. Be nine thousand dollars more. Yeah, right. 13 or 14 hey, or 14 it, in the West, isn't it? Nah, it's it's bloody expensive. Just, just to be yeah. getting around a metre long, it's expensive and it shouldn't be. It's yeah. they, This is where this is where they need to move forward. Um, just tow a dolly around behind your time, don't worry about it. Cheaper. Hey, I, I was, was going to do that. I, I actually thought about turning a dolly into a barbecue so as I could just tow the barbecue <laughs> around everywhere. <laughs> Oh, seriously, I did. I thought, I'll, I'll beat them at this. I'll, I'll just drag a dolly everywhere and I'll turn a dolly into a barbecue. Um, uh, no, nah, mate, it just, it's that, that sort of stuff is just, it's a Imagine that a little camper trailer on the back there on the dolly, like a fold-out camper and a little fridge and all that. You could just set why, it up would you need, why would you need that if you've got a 60-inch sleeper? Well, you need somewhere to cook. Oh. Yeah, you need, you need somewhere to cook when you get grounded. Um, yeah. You don't cook the cab. Really, really, really seriously, though, in, in this day and age, why why isn't it measured from the pin back? So instead of sending drivers from Adelaide to Perth in in a European... Oh, I can't really say that, can I? In, in a truck that's only like the size of a shoe. Yeah, they could all be they could all be they yeah. could all be driving big cabs. They could all be in nine oh nines or Max or Western Stars, whatever. But they could all have sixty inch bunks. Like I get out of my bed in the morning, I put my feet on the carpet, I turn my coffee machine on. Everyone could be like that, mm. but we're not because we're you not allowed to. You expect an argument out of here anywhere, are you? No, no, no. no, no. no. Preaching to no. converted on a Saturday night live, ladies. <laughs> In fact, I can tell you now, I've actually been quoted in the Senate by a certain senator saying yeah. exactly what I've just told you, what you just said. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. madness, and I just don't know why in this country we're not at that yet. We've, we've got our distances are so far from one side of the country. Well, why can't, every, we buy, why can't we buy it? Why can't we buy the VNL want... Volvo, for example? Oh, I know, one of those big Volvos. What, those the American? They're beautiful. The American oh. ones, then. Oh, they, oh, they, they, uh, yeah, well, we had them, didn't we? We had the Kimberley Volvo. Yeah. The, v, the VNL Volvo. No, I had a couple of them, and that was about as they, uh, as got. Yeah, and they were a really nice truck. Volvo done a good job with them, the the big yeah. bunk on them and everything, and then, and then they stopped, but... There's no reason any driver in this uh, country couldn't have a 60-inch bunk if our federal have government... Have you got double bunk in your own backside. Uh, Yeah, I've got double bunk here. Yeah, I've only got that... Maybe I'm um, sleeping here tonight, eh? Have a coffee in the morning, put my boots on. <laughs> well, if it gets too cold... If it gets, if it, hey, if it gets too cold, I'll, I'll have the heater going. Diesel. Okay. Yeah, just bring your pillow and your dinner and you can flop yourself up there. Have you got a, have you got a heater in yours, have you, Andrew? I have, yeah, diesel heater. Um, my brother fits the diesel heaters at home. He does ice packs and diesel heaters. And anyway, yeah, he said old. to me, he said to me a long time ago, you, you need a diesel heater. And I said, ah, oh, bullshit, I've done all these years with no heater. I don't need a heater. They're for, they're for soft people. And anyway, yeah. while I was waiting for this truck to turn up, I did one trip in um, the truck my dad used to drive for him. 
and that had a diesel heater in it. And we were somewhere one night, we both did a trip together, and he said, oh, you want to put that heater on before we go to the pub? And I come yeah. back, and I'll tell you what, it was, hey, I got up in the morning, my clothes were warm, shirt warm, the seat was, was all warm. Snuggly? Was it all oh, snuggly? Oh, mate, oh, snuggle as a bug in a rug, mate. It was just bloody, <laughs> it was just fantastic. So anyway, my wife was going to order the heater for this truck when it was being yep. built, and, and she did not. So I'd done nearly the first 12 months without it, and then I thought, stuff it, it's nearly winter. I'm going yeah. to get that heater. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. I'm getting yeah. the heater. Yeah. And it's it's the best thing since last bread. Like, you just paint so how that much up is, and shit. How much does a diesel heater cost you? Um, I think the, the, the diesel heater in a, K2, a, a K200 is very hard for anything um, because <laughs> all the plumbing and Especially wiring needs to, go, needs to go forwards before mm. it goes backwards. Whereas right. if I'm on the truck, these heaters, for instance, these heaters will fit under a stiff rider seat in the left-hand side. That's how small they are. Right, eh? So in a bonnet truck, it's very easy. But in these, My truck, in the cab truck. overs, yeah, in, in the cab overs, it, it's a bit more. So I think you're looking about your three and a half grand to fit supply and fit that heater. It, it's a, right. I think it's a Wabasco heater, which yep. is probably top of the market. It's I think that's what most of the caravan... Uh, people fit. They they, yeah. they offer a good warranty, and they they are just good. Of course, there's cheaper brands out there uh, if you want to go down that road. But you probably replace them every year or two, or every couple of years, maybe. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I would yeah, I think without getting the exact numbers there, I, you, you, for a K two, you, you're probably looking around that three and a half grand supplied and fitted. Yeah, I, I know I've, I've spent some horribly bloody cold nights in trucks sometimes. It's not always hot here in Australia. I can tell you what, waking up at either Norseman or Canberra and it's minus three <laughs> and you're trying yeah. to slide a pair of denim jeans on. Oh, it's, yeah, you know, it's cold. You know, you, you know, you know your press shirts are iron when you know they're minus three because they're cold and flat. Have you ever tried getting dressed underneath the doona? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I know I have. I know I have. <laughs> well, I, I do it every day, whether I want to. I've got my jeans on in the bunk because I've got a low line and a 900. Because he's what it is. Yeah. I, I can't believe you've tortured yourself with that as long as you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, I know. Yeah. Got some, got some pretty cool comments last couple of days. Oh, Yogi, you're back out of here. Put me big thongs on. I do once every six months now. That yeah. as far as I'm going out. You, you, you want to know what the worst part about that setup you've got when you face the, when you got your ass facing towards the windscreen, everyone can see the crack of the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah true. Jesus just got up. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, everyone knows where we are in this park, mate. Don't go look in the north. Jesus, look it up. Uh, so, yeah. you, can't, you can't beat a low line. The low lines look great. The yeah, no, 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 no. In the nineties, we didn't care about windscreen curtains. We cared about getting the job done. The business is in the front and the party's in the back. No my party in there. You're the front. That's what we're doing. Oh, yeah. Ah, hey, mate. You, you should be just opening the curtain up, mate. Just you're here. Hey, look at me. I'm a sexy man. I am. A, I know I am a sexy man. It's kind of funny when you talk about 130 kilo bikes. I thought you were having a go at me. 
But anyway, all I know is all I know is that I got up one day. I got up one day in my T six hundred, and I'm facing backwards. And when I turned around, I realised that I had an audience of about twenty schoolgirls. Oh, oh well, well done, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd hate to hear I, from them now. Yeah. 
and add, add blue, yeah, so I can, I can, yeah, right, yeah, freaking add blue. Yeah, you really made me scared then. I nearly, I, I, I nearly, I, I, I nearly, I know, yeah. I know. I nearly got that, red, I just, yeah, You're I got that, blue. Well, out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, it's got the four five hundred. So yeah, I can I can go to to um. I don't know if you'll be able to hear my old foghorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get yourself kicked out of town. The cops will be up there. What the hell's wrong with you, boys? Yeah. A couple yeah, of so, just pulled up. They'll be going on. You say it's all right. Yeah. We're on radio. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, so we can, we can, we can, we can run, uh, hang on, hang on. I can, yeah, I can go, <laughs> I can go from Perth to, uh, Yunta without touching it. Can you really? Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad effort. Cut, cut that all that deep, deep fuel in the middle. Yeah, I used to have to, we used to, we used to fuel it, uh, we used to fuel at Yunta. And then we used yeah. to have to go on, you have to go and then fuel again at Penong. Sojourner or Penong. And that would yeah, get no, us into I, Perth. Yeah. Well, I do. I come mm. back to Port Augusta and fill up there. But yeah, I know I can come out of Perth, and if I have to, um, like because I know I'm going to lose an hour driving around Yorkies because they've not bitumised it yet. So if I'm chasing <laughs> a bit of time in the port, <laughs> I can go, make it. I can. I can make it. I can make it to Yunter. So. Yeah, so that's 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 eight, right, but that's that's safety. That's the NHVR with their safety. They just make you drive no, longer right. to get to your fuel stop. So, that's um, right. what's yeah. the price of blue at Yunta? I don't care. No, <laughs> nearly, no, nearly, nearly everywhere, everywhere in Australia is two bucks a litre, except except for Katanning, it's three bucks. Oh, no, which is which has got the cheapest diesel in Australia. Well, yeah. what's, the, and, what's, and what's I, the diesel out there at the minute? Well, WA, w, WA, Western Australia at the minute is the cheapest place in Australia for fuel. Like, 62, I think it might have been a dollar 62. It's a dollar 80 cheap. up the road. It's, yeah, no, it's cheap. But I look at this ad blue. The ad blue, I look at this $2 a litre everywhere you go, and I'm sort of starting to think that this has been price fixed. Not not every service station <laughs> in Australia can be two bucks. Like, and... And that's, that's what you think, Andrew. Is he wearing his tinfoil hat? Is he yogi? You look across. No, no, no. no, no. I'm thinking he's going somewhere with it. Don't tell me your words, mate. Just tell us what you think. Is it price fixing? I am telling you what. Oh, there's price fixing, and that's illegal. (laughs) They they need to sharpen their freaking act up. Like, Ad Blue should be back down to. Shouldn't Ad Blue be like 60 cents a litre? Well, it was always a dollar a litre for a long time, wasn't it? it's It's only pig's piss. There's nothing in it. Oh! It is true. There is nothing in it. It actually means There's nothing, nothing in it. at all. I've heard it's oh, about I... about sixty cents or sixty-seven cents a litre to get it roughly to to the to the Bowser. Uh, yeah, and and I think the guys with the Scania's, I believe with the Scania, you could just fill it up with water, and that the Scania won't derate. She'll just keep going. So. Well, well, I know. Well, see, most people do that, Andy. You do that when the Adblue tank wears oh, a hole in it. You can do all sorts of things with a scanner. You can flip up the fuse box, just pop a fuse out, and you've got number 14. Oh, yeah. I know. I, yeah, I do know that. Yeah. We all know oh, number 14. Amanda knows number 14. It is what it is. Anyway, so Adblue is terrible, and we're wasting our time doing it. Like, so 
Well, we're like our farm machinery, and you can just about guarantee that every head has been deleted with that blue. Mm. Well, you get caught with a you get caught with your truck deleted that blue. Yeah. On through uh, any of the checking stations, and you are in a world of hurt. Oh, imagine if they started looking for the ad blue on this thing, rocket. Mm. Well, they won't find any because you don't have an ad blue tank, and it doesn't run ad blue. It's Gen Two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But hey, I can tell you, so you get caught running in Victoria with no road train permit, and you're going to be in trouble as well. <laughs> <laughs> whole, whole series of issues. Hey. Yeah, pick your poison whether you're on the fine or the blue or the apple. I know a bloke. I know a bloke who loaded. I know a bloke who loaded at McCain's in Ballarat, and uh, he loaded his dog trailer at McCain's in Ballarat as well. And he was going to Perth, and it was late at night, and didn't feel like doing the dog run, so he snapped a couple together in Ballarat. And yeah, got yeah. across from him. Yeah, he's got oh, big games going, isn't he? Can be, can be done. It's only wrong if you get caught. Yeah, I, I yeah. remember. Let's talk about road trains. Because Perth has got some really good road train laws. Mm-hmm. So I remember my first pocket train I did, which would have been a thirty metre pocket by then. You know, so you're over twenty-seven and a half. And the bloke I was working for in Perth had a, had a thirty, had a forty-foot lead. Of, Thirty-foot dog and a long wheelbase freight liner, and he's like, "Give me a ring when you get to the top of the hill." So I did, and he's yeah. going, "What are you going to do?" I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "You're going to break them up." I said, "Well, I'm halfway down the hill." He's going, "Okay, put a long vehicle sign on it, send it to the wall, <laughs> rattle." I was wondering why you wanted me to ring him at the top of the hill. I go, mate, I'm at the top of the hill. I'm only now for four. He's going, yeah, what do you want to do? Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to the wall. Right. Yeah. 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 I honestly yeah. think, yeah, I honestly think, 30 metres anyway. I don't like that. I honestly think you guys over in Western Australia walk out to the yard and go, I'll snap that to that to that to that to that. I'll spill it. I'll snap that on it as well. They send it. That's because a, that's what happens. That's exactly yeah. what they do. That's exactly yeah, what they and, do. And you can do it legally. So there's no problem there. Well, it makes me laugh when I went to the West 18, 16, 18 years, 16 years ago, what a 17 years, like B triples. Everyone was just running B triples because they had no other trailers in the yard. Yeah. Whereas over on the East Coast, they're going, oh, my goodness, look how big that trailer is. Oh, it's a B triple. Oh, we're the biggest truck in the world. Uh, people are doing it in the West because they can. Yeah, 60, 60, buddy, Western Stars with 60-inch levers on them, 14 Paladay trailers and a buddy 45-foot B trailer on the back of it. Yeah, it's not mind it because we go under 53. It's like, all good, who cares? Soldier on. And and what I, what makes me laugh is in the West, that like a farmer can run under normal RAV, like a twenty bogey, try, 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 on spring and cart extra weight. Yeah, well, let's get that for free. That's no uh, money. No drama. That, uh, that see, if you come over the east, the eastern spring, states, if you pay more money, though, you can't cut more weight. Yeah. Uh, I hate to break it to everybody. Well, I don't hate to break it to everyone because you guys in the west already know about it, but all of those quads all run on springs. Springs? Oh, no. Springs everywhere. No, nobody yeah. airbags up there. Hardly. No airbags in the field. Ah, they they're road-friendly road springs. 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 Springs are good. Springs are good. Springs are the best thing ever. Roads were better when we had springs. Yeah, whoever whoever thinks these uh, airbags are road-friendly suspension, they're clearly they're on drugs. They're, they're doing something <laughs> because 
the airbags are airbags are road friend, uh, uh, freight friendly suspension. They're not road friendly. You're not going to get a better suspension than spring for looking after the road. If there's anyone from the NHVR listening, these blokes aren't going to be anywhere near Port Augusta tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> after 8.30, anyway. Just saying. We've heard a rumour. We've heard rumours that we'll catch them next week. Yeah, Yogi, 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 you, you can go in front. You can go in front tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to wrap this up. It's probably really ten o'clock in the No, 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 no. Look, if, if, you, if you're going to have a, if, why, why bark if you've got a dog with you, Andrew? That's all I can say. No, that's exactly I, it, mate. I've always said you know, that. <laughs> everyone. And you, you were laughing at me today when when I said, come round, I'll pull up in the morning and have a quick leak and come round next minute in HBR sitting at Penol. I've had a little drama. Not within HBR. Not within HBR. I only went, I only went there to, today because I wanted to talk to him. So I was you, hoping I was going to be first cab off the rank because I had a lot. Were, I wanted to talk to him about. You, you soldiered in there because you had a list of stuff for the radio tonight that you were going to run past them. I, I, yeah, I, I did tell you that. If, if they had called me up, I, I was going to write all their names in my in my work diary, so oh, I yeah. could have actually said a little about them fellas tonight and yeah, give them a bit of a wrap up because as much as I think a lot of their rules probably really shouldn't be there. And there should be a lot more bought in and some taken away. A lot mm. of those NHBR guys are actually not. I don't think they're too bad. I've never had a drama with any of them. Well, no. they're, all, they're actually good people out. In but, uh, they're really uh, but uh, but when it comes back to their management and the people making the rules, I, I don't think they've got a clue at all. Well, I don't. Another, this, another planet. But if we if we just dial the clock back to about an hour ago when we were talking about it, the NHBR don't make the rules, mate. And no, no. Yeah. And that's yeah, the difference. And, and, then, and then, of course, you've got the whole the state government thing where the rules in Queensland might be different to the rules in New South Wales. That's yeah. on the states and the NTC, not the NHBR. Not the and, NHBR, again, no. And unfortunately, I know, I know that there are some things coming up um, in the very near future which are being directed by the NHBR to try and educate the officers what it's like. Uh, for the guys they need, on the road. They need us. They need us to go there and, and help them. Well, and that's exactly what they've asked for. That's exactly yeah. what they've asked for. So, excellent. Yeah. You know, so, so when, when are you putting your hand up for the transport minister's role for Australia? Andrew? That's what yeah. we want to know. What is when that? Well, going They've just got to ring me, mate. That's all they've got to do. If they want help. <laughs> no, no, I like, oh, yeah. Top three in the world. Top three in the world. I don't think I'm top three in the world, but I know I'm definitely up there. Like I said before, I'm not racist. I'm happy to talk to anyone and help anyone. They've just got to ring, and I'll be there. Maybe it's about time to start our own political party, eh? <laughs> oh, I don't want that. I don't want that. Jeez. Oh, I don't want we've that. Got uh, Sen- Senator Salter, I heard about that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, have a look at Donald what? Trump's getting on at the minute. <laughs> why, 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 would you, why would you even put your hand up for it? I mean, I, I, I actually thought about it. I thought about it hard. I've been asked, actually. But I thought about it hard. And you know what I... Well, so I've got a big enough mouth, I'll get myself into enough trouble just doing this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Well, you would. 
you wouldn't need to do it on your own. You wouldn't. Yeah, but you wouldn't need to do it on your own because a lot of people are good at just forming a committee. You know, they just jump behind that committee name and get a dozen people in there and do it together. So, yeah, if you need a, if you need if you need a hand, just yeah, give us a call. Bring Yogi well, first and bring Yogi to see if I'm available. Right, eh? <laughs> see, he's left up in Port Augusta tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, the pilot car, A&J sold a pilot car, it's got nothing to do with this conversation. Yeah, he's all right. He's gone yeah. to bed. He's, I've just seen him shut the doors. He might be still listening. For the record, don't pay <laughs> the, the pilot car, right? The pilot car's out. Poor old Carlos. Poor old Carlos. I put on my A&J's old hat today. We were in the panel open. Yeah, we get pulled over and I could wear the A&J's old Oh, he's got the light you, on. He's still listening. He's, he's got the light on. You, uh, right. you, all, you all had A&J soldier hats on today, and I thought this is going to be gold, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, if we all got pulled up, we would have all got out with the same hat on. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. And when they said, who owns this show, and I say, not me, they're going to go, they got yeah. your uniform on. Thank you very much. Hey, it's, it's been an absolute privilege to get my uh, my word out there, and uh, I feel a lot a lot better now. I've got a lot off my chest tonight, so oh, I'm yeah? Yeah, feeling good. Yeah. Yeah, well, they so always you know, say to talk to somebody, you know, it always helps. You know, yeah, it does, you know, yeah. It's just a pity I wasn't laying down when I was telling you that, that um, yeah, it was with cool, cool cross, across your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I think he, he does need a back for a good lie down, haven't it? Yeah, oh, probably he's, some. I don't think he's got back when I'm seeing bush trucks come out the window. There's, there's exports everywhere yeah. here at the moment. Well, I, 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 funny, funny, you know, Andrew, I do know a couple of blokes that happen to own a trucking magazine, right? Yeah, and right. If you, and if ever you feel the need to, to write something, you just let people know what you really think. <laughs> okay, I'll be, I'll be in that. All right, you know, I'll, I'll see if I can put a monthly spread together for you. Mm. I think we should. I, I think. Well, the, it's, it's only quarterly at the moment because these blokes aren't insane enough to drive your monthly just yet. But no, 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 no. pump out stuff monthly. You'll get stuff out for us monthly. Don't worry about the quarter. That's all I love our conversations every month. What are we talking about? I don't know. We're going to talk about this. Okay, let's go. So, whatever you call your column, Andrew, it should have the same sort of acronym as NHBR. So, yeah, I'll, leave, yeah. I'll leave you to figure that one out. Yeah, right. Hey, I'll see what I can, I'll see what I can work out. A-J-F-U. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, dear, dear. We've got to wait now. We've gotten a bit loose here. Got a bit loose. Got a bit loose. Zero, zero, zero. Anyway, there you go. I think you should uh, enjoy yourself. Make sure that you tuck yourself in, turn your heater on, Andrew. You get a good night's sleep. I, I, I will. Yeah, I will turn that on. I'll turn that on now, actually. And uh, Yogi will be over very shortly with his blankie and his pillow. 
Can you make? Hey, can you does that um, coffee machine make hot chocolate? Because I really wouldn't want one. No, no, no hot chocolate. And, and I can tell you oh. something else, Peter. There, oh. there will not be a, a, an after dinner mint under your pillow either. <laughs> really? What about, what about a little Kit Kat or something like that? Like what sort of a bloody no. hotel's that? Yeah, yeah that's no, right. No. You call that Hotel California. I want to check in, but I want to check out. I can never check. Hey, I tell you uh, what. Uh, there was a hey, it's a, co- it's a coffee shop, not a motel. I'll do anything for up, but I won't do that. <laughs> 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 oh, <good idea. laughs> the listeners are going to tuck themselves off the bed tonight. What is going to happen under the silos of timber? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, we just got. I just got a. I just got a text message. Hang on for a second. Get Andrew to write monthly, and then you can edit out the unprintable stuff and make it quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. It wasn't that bad, was it? It couldn't have been that bad. It was what we can actually write without getting food, the frames, you know, or, or, you know, turn off to Port Augusta. There's a big prison here at Port Augusta. If anyone wants to know where we are tomorrow, we're in there. We'll be too slippery for that. We'll be too slippery for that. You know, I, I, know what, I know what it is you're really pissed off about the Yorkies lot crossing with the dirt, mate. You just don't like getting that big bang of yours dirty. That's what it is. None of us do. Uh, no. I know, I no, no one yeah, loves that, that's the dirt. Both probably human age. You've 40 years and it's not bitchman, really. Like, enough is enough. Yeah, you've really taken the mickey now, aren't you? See how, yeah, see yeah, how yeah, easy like, it is, Craig. See how easy it is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a mum taking a kid to the playground and there's no monkey bars. They look at them and go, Mum, no monkey bars, really? Mm. Yeah. Well, what well, are we you, know, you know what I'm going to try and do now? I'm going to find out whose responsibility that bloody crossing is at Yorkies. I'm going to get them on the show. I'm going to ask them why it hasn't been victimised. How about that? That, mm-hmm. I, that'd be thank I, I, I'll, buy, I'll even buy you a cart and a van you export if you do that. Will you really? Why would you do oh. it then, Mike? I did hear that there was a little bet going on with the parking bay. Yeah, there is. Yeah, if there something is, didn't happen, that there would be a box of bush took given out to someone. Mm. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's true. That every, is, that's everyone, true. everyone just went quiet. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's true. It's, it's absolutely true. And, and one certain senator, which will remain nameless, but we talked to a senator, said there will be a pallet on it. Mm. I want the pallet now. Yeah. 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 If, um, anyway, if, if there was a bit of Great Northern chucked in in this whole bet, I'd probably no, help so, out in some ways. Uh, but Well, if you want to wash your parts, well, it's not the part washing parts. Honey whiskey, we're talking. Honey whiskey. If we're talking honey whiskey, well, somebody's been drinking it because I can hear the rattle of the ice again. <laughs> hey, I just, I just need to ask a question. Where, where, where does the bush tooks need to go to? Uh, Yogi will be getting the boss. And, and where do they got to end up? Where, where do they got to well, end up? Well, you, no, I'm, I'm getting the boss. It's, it's the end. Of, it's the end of the year. It's not bloody. It's not bloody. Uh, when we have our on the road radio. No, I'm, I'm just trying to work party. out the freight rate from where I've got to pick them up and take them to. I'm just trying to work out. Hey, Andrew. What? They'll probably come to I, Evans Head. I'd say that's where they'll be. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew. but 
you're going to have to come and drink him because I won't touch it. <laughs> Might as well send a few buckets of Roundup or something, you know. Andrew, do you not hear me then? You want me to call you on channel, on the secret channel? Do you will it be safe race, Andrew? Just on that on that carton though that you gotta send across. I just got a text and it's got something about Mike and Pineapple Cruises. Oh for God's sake. Oh yeah, he loves them. He thinks them the breakfast. So what, Yogi's got to get the carton and I've got to get the freight. Someone's got to get a pallet. A pallet? Pallet or something. We've got a a minute to go. Oh, we're up at 10 o'clock. It's Saturday night live. It's all over. Thank God for that. (laughs) (laughs) We've only just started. Well, thanks, everyone. Andrew's just on his veranda. Thanks to so young they, Colton who called in earlier. Yes, thanks to Colton yeah. earlier. I know it was a great little chat. That's good to see truck watching. It's great yeah. to see companies actually Looking. getting behind some young fellas and giving them a start in the yard. And You know, I yeah, hope no, soon they, they let him move a few trucks around and do a few things like that. Yeah, as, yeah, as yeah, we all used to be able to do. Yeah, we all did. Good, yeah. That's how it all starts. Mm. Looking yeah. forward to meet the young fella. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's how the love affair starts. Yeah, and sorry, Jake, we're going to switch the trailers next week to get the other wheels polished on some more, more trailers. You get it. That was Dan Cogan and Mars Bar, though. You'll be yeah. fine. That's right. Anyway, That's thanks, cool. Andrew, for coming on the road radio. Thanks, Andrew. We're really No worries at all. Andrew, you're, you're inside in to owner-operate independent life is No worries. Next time we'll talk about safe rates. You just reminded me about that. I've got a bit to say on that. Oh, cool. Boy, am I not amazed. I'm pretty sure we can get a few few more callers in on that one as well. Yeah, I reckon on that one, I can probably upset a few few union people when I start talking about that. Um, (laughs) Actually, we might even try that one on Wednesday night. We might get some (laughs) Get a bit controversial, (laughs) eh? Yeah, your radio station might end up burning down. You wouldn't be nah, that'll, that'll never happen. Well, that's it. See you later. That's good it. Night. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye bye. Thanks, everybody. See you. Hello, I'm Sean Bindley. Finance Minister Katie Gallagher has admitted she did know about Brittany Higgins' rape allegation before it was made.